Tuesday the 18th of April. Welcome to TDA the day after your... F- I actually feel choked up. Sorry. <laughs> um, welcome to TDA the day after your favourite your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. It's a very special day today. As you can see, I'm surrounded by blue. We'll get to that after the introduction. So um, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. It's your boy, Big Mars, from the east side of the bridge. Six foot plus appeal temptation. All that like good stuff. Yeah, for real. tempting the girls. Hmm? Huh? tempting the girls, isn't it? Bro, I'm temptation just here every day, just seeing me. I ain't got to remind them. They know. They know. Fair. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your favorite shade queen, Martin Royalty. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, and of course, the melon in the jam pack. Period, always. And we have two special guests with us as well. So just go ahead and introduce yourselves, please. Hi, I'm Toyin. And I'm Ramsey. Love <laughs> 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 <Like> too short. <laughs> so I did mention that today is a special day. Mm-hmm. Why today is a special day? Why, Esther? Because it's our birthday. It's our oh. first. Ooh, we'll get them back to you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's our first birthday. A year ago today, yeah, we started, we made a contribution that was much needed to the scene, and TDA was born. Jeez, Happy man. birthday to us. Yes. Happy birthday. What is it, what, like a year today or something? Yeah. What do you think your birthday is for? <laughs> You're so <laughs> annoying. Like the whole thing, bread had confetti. No, <laughs> I don't know if this is it. Like, it could be in and around the like, <laughs> <laughs> around around time. That. Yeah, around the time, I don't know. No, it literally was today. Today's the first, mm. yeah, the first time we've all worked together, which is good. I think we've made um, great progress. I was saying to Iman how when I watch the old videos back, like we all we all look very young, and it's so weird because it's literally a year ago. So you trying to say we've aged? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> them damn topics of the day. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I think we're, we're growing, we're evolving and growing, mm. but we definitely like it. It's actually funny if you go and look. Go on the Insta, the TDA Insta page, mm. the day after TMB, you should be following. And go to like the first videos. It's actually so funny. We were like baby face. <laughs> I Did feel like know? I look the same, man. I don't know. No, you don't. We're <laughs> 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 well, in a good way. I feel like we're looking, we're looking better. We're aging like wine. I've never glowed up. But I also think it was part of that lighting that Brent had that stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just looking like shadows. It's ridiculous. You can only see mugs. So have you got anything special planned for the um, anniversary? So, yeah. Um, first of all, Danielle has written a poem for you guys. Oh, has she? Oh, nice. Did you kiss your teeth? No. <laughs> <laughs> Man did it in 4K. You guys didn't know. This ridiculous. Wow, okay. So I'm going to keep the camera on you whilst I read this. Um, <laughs> all right, so... <clears throat> On this milestone, we gather to chair for five heroes who we hold so dear. They come together every day of the week to share the news 
and what makes a soul tick. Mags, Esther, Yusuf, Iman, and Gina, your tenacity gives us reason to cheer you. For five whole days with gusto and zing, you make us laugh and you make us think. Think, oh, sorry. Thank you for being our constant guide. With you, we never have to hide. From the news, the trends, and the world we see, your views and laughs have set us free. On this anniversary, we raise a toast to five legends we love the most. As you step into another year, we know your magic has just begun, my dears. Big up her. Big well, up Daniel, man. That's so lovely. Yeah, man. Well, Thank no, you, Daniel. No, no horns, no clothes, no. <laughs> It has gone quick, hasn't it? Mm. So have you got anything you got like a special topic of the day or anything planned? Not today. Um special today is a special topic of the day. How dare you? Hence the guests. But you know what's killing me is that five minutes ago he didn't even know it was anniversary. Now you're making demands. Now you want a birthday themed show. You could have done like your recaps, like favourite moments and stuff for the past year. Yeah, that's going to be for Friday. When everyone is that in. Friday? Oh, okay. Because yeah. otherwise, like, Gina and Yusuf ain't here, innit? So. Yeah, my favourite moment. Yeah, I got a special clip. Some of my favourite moments to make on camera. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, no, big us up, um, big up us, big us up. Us up, yeah, yeah. big us up, man. Yeah. Love to see it. Well, how's everyone doing this lovely day? I'm all right, man. I'm good, man. Yeah. Yes, I guess. How are you guys complain. doing? Good. Very good. I'm right, nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not, I'm not used to being filmed. Really? Yeah, it's mad weird for me. And it's live as well. Sorry. I know. I'll try not to look at myself. <laughs> 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 Do you know, if you didn't say so, you actually like a natural. Really? Yeah, you like your camera. Uh, I'm like... <laughs> oh, that's fine. We're, we're a silly bunch, as you, as you know, anyway. So, you're fine. But, um, all right, should we get to our first headlines? Let's do it. Thank you. All right, so our first headline. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is being investigated by Parliament Standards Watchdog over a possible failure to declare an oh, interest. Stop it. <laughs> We're trying to find something. Didn't you let the man just be rich in peace? Right. But Mr. Sunak is being investigated over whether a declaration of interest was open and frank under rules set out by the Commissioner for Standards. The BBC understands the probe relates to a childcare firm his wife has shares in. The Commissioner decides whether MP has broken rules after an inquiry. And a downstreet spokesperson said, we are happy to assist the Commissioner to clarify how this has been transparently declared as a ministerial interest. Last month, Mr Sunak faced questions over his wife's um, holds in Kuru Kids, which is a childcare agency that could benefit from a new policy unveiled in the spring budget. The Chancellor, Jamie Hunt announced a pilot of payments for new childminders, with more, with more for those who sign up through agencies. Ms. Murty was listed as a shareholder in one of those agencies, um, as mentioned, Cora Kids, as recently as 6th of March. But Mr. Stunak did not mention Mr. Murty's, Ms. Murty's links to Cora Kids when he was questioned by MPs over the childcare policy at the Parliamentary Committee hearing on the 28th of March. This sounds like some nonsense, to be fair. Yeah, but they, they, don't, they just don't like the fact that the man is rich, and I feel like they're going to mm. 
but it's a price to pay. It's a small price to pay, considering. Exactly. And this small thing about the child child care stuff, it's not like he put this particular law in place to benefit yeah. his family. Yeah. It just so happens that she he has shares in something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But anyway, next headline: First Minister Hamza Youssef will set out his priorities for the next three years in a statement at Holyrood later. It will be Mr. Yousaf's first major policy announcement since becoming first minister last month. Um, he will also publish a policy document listing. Um, sorry, he will also publish a, docu a policy document listing what the Scottish government plans to deliver for communities and businesses over the period. Ahead of his statement, Mr. Yousaf said he would present a fresh vision of how to face challenging times, and he committed, and he committed to using the powers of devolution to the maximum, while also making the case for independence. Mr. Youssef, for those who are you know, unaware, was sworn in as the first minister last month when Nicola Sturgeon stood down after more than eight years in a row. He said in this time his government had already tripled support for families struggling with energy bills with a £30 million fund, announced £25 million in net zero funding for North East Scotland, and also invested £15 million in free childcare. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into our very interesting topic of the day. All right, so today's topic of the day, um, what was that? <laughs> anyway, today's topic of the day yeah, is, <laughs> is um, it's a serious topic, but I feel like it's a very important topic that everyone should pretty much be privy to, right? Hence, I'm um, having our guest in today. Um, this topic is going to be based on triple negative breast cancer. Um, I'm going to, I guess, first throw it to you, Tyrion. You can pretty much, if you don't mind, explain what it is and basically, um, I guess, your what happened. Okay, so um, triple negative breast cancer is an aggressive form of breast cancer. It's also a cancer that's quite rare and typically found in, I would say, young younger black women, so under the age of 40. It's also a cancer that spreads pretty <coughs> quickly. And um, it's called triple negative because when the cancer cells are tested, they test, they come at they come back negative for three main receptors that are found in other breast cancers. So HER2, which mm. is like a protein, um, estrogen and progesterone. So if you're diagnosed with a triple negative cancer, it just means the cancer the cancer cells have been tested negative for those three um, hormones. So is it harder to... To, to treat, to, yes. Okay. So with the cancer that's not triple negative breast cancer... Um, you have other forms of treatments like hormone therapy okay. and obviously you have chemotherapy and other drugs that you could potentially take. Mm -hmm. um, but where you are diagnosed with triple negative breast can cancer, I guess the only other treatment you have available is chemotherapy. So, mm. yeah, it's a lot harder to treat. Okay, cool. I'm going to come back again to you. Mm. Ramsey, obviously you're here to kind of talk about this. And um, for those who are unaware as well, Ramsey did... Um, I'm pretty sure people would know in the chat anyway. Mm -hmm. Ramsey did the 10K run recently. Was raising uh, money for... Yeah, for, to, for my sister, for my big sister, Zeneb, which is why I call myself Zizi's brother. Um, she was diagnosed with um, breast cancer, I think, around two years ago. Okay. Mm. Um, but I'm unsure what type you had, but ours was genetic. Okay. And we only found out after, because there are different ways of, of getting it. In our case, it was... a. Uh, via genetics where our genes are pretty much mutated so it's either the BRCA1 or BRCA2 gene which is highly prevalent in African countries and it, it tends to target 
people of colour. Mm. There are some Ashkenazi Jews that have it in their system as well, but it's mostly predominantly uh, mm. people of colour. So that was my case and, and my big sister's case. Mm. Oh, so even for yourself, you, you've actually... Yeah, because my sister got tested mm-hmm. and they said that it was uh, hereditary, mm-hmm. I got tested, my little sister got tested, and my brother got tested, and it turns out like some of us have it, some of us don't. So if one of your parents have it, uh, you have a 50% chance of getting it yourself. Wow. And then, again, the, it doesn't then drop after mm-hmm. you have kids. It just stays as 50-50-50. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So it was, it was shocking for all of us. Um, so obviously, it, it, doesn't also, it doesn't only affect breast cancer. I think it raises, it increases your risk of having prostate cancer as well. Uh, but it's a lot worse for women. So they have a 50% chance of having breast cancer, um, as well as ovary, um, and I believe another one that's off the top of my head. Ovarian cancer. Yeah, ovarian cancer and um, fallopian, something along along those lines. But it's just, it's it's something I never heard of before. So, which is why I found it really important to kind of spread awareness and and have more people know, because what I I found is with people of colour, we don't really talk about Mm -hmm. stuff. So you won't find out, like, I've heard loads of stories where your uncle's been going, been ill for so long, he doesn't yeah. want to talk about it till it's too late, until yeah. he's diagnosed. Uh-huh. And I just feel like that, that whole thing just needs to change and we all just need to be a lot more open with our families and what we're going through. Uh-huh. And all that. Yeah, How did your sister find out that she had cancer? Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's sad because my sister was pregnant at the time. Mm-hmm. So she was going through the changes... Um, her, you know, her breasts were hurting, mm, yeah. but I just told her, you know, my wife went through the same thing and it's normal. But then when she gave birth, um, it the pain wasn't going, so we just said, all right, get tested. Like we didn't think anything of it. We're like, yeah, just get tested. We might not. And then it came up to be stage four um, breast cancer, and it was metastatic, so it spread, mm. which means it's a lot. It's 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 very serious. But that's basically how we found out. So sad. Yeah. So how did you? Um, this was during COVID. I was sitting, I was thinking I was having a conversation with my mum and my sister. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, for comfort, sometimes you just got your hand in, like, yeah. your shirt. And so I put my hand in my shirt and I was like, oh my gosh, like, tossing, what's this? Mm. But naturally, so my sister, she's like, she panics a lot and she's got a little bit of health anxiety. Okay. So she was like, you need to get that checked straight away. And mm. I think this was during the time we had to use, like, Dr. IQ. So, like, book a um, doctor's appointment. So I went to my GP the following day. And, yeah, I just thought, you know, it's probably, like, a cyst. And yeah. even, like, the practitioner was, like, you're too young to, like, have breast cancer. It's probably, like, a cyst or something called benign. So she's like, oh, you've got yeah, nothing yeah. to worry about. But because it is a lump and it is on my breast, I had to go to the breast clinic mm. and get a biopsy done. And the surgeon that I saw, she basically echoed what, like, the lady, the GP... Yeah, she That's basically so echoed. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. So she just, like, obviously I had to ask questions about family history. Mm. And then, as you said, the BRCA1 gene as well. Um, they were like, you need to get tested yeah. um, just to see if it does run in your family and so forth. Um, but, yeah, so literally wasn't worried about it didn't even think like it was so foreign to me yeah you know like you always hear about somebody else and you mm. never really think it, it can apply to you exactly so she was just like, oh you've got nothing to worry about mm. and so i went off and i think i came back two weeks later and i was supposed to meet a friend actually i just you know so silly walking in oh yeah i'm just gonna pick up results and i'll be out again and then when i walked in it's so funny because i didn't actually realize that there was another person in the room 
because I was going in just thinking, okay, mm. she's going to tell me it's a cyst or it's benign and then I'm going to walk back out. And it wasn't until she actually said, oh, um, it's something that we call triple negative breast cancer. All of a sudden, I just saw this breast surgeon there. Mm. And then she was like, oh, yeah, so this is what, you know, we're going to have to go through. And I think I just went blank for a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's a lot. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah. I, and that's another thing that bothers me is, like you said, it was, oh, it was nothing, it was minor. Yeah. yeah it's, a lump, it's a lump, don't worry about it. Yeah. And I feel like, got, not I feel, I know that there isn't a lot of, inf- there's not a lot of research and information done for it because, again, it's people of colour. Mm. And I guarantee if you were a white woman, they'd mm. be like, oh, you know, let's check it, it'll be a lot more urgency mm-hmm. with it. Um, and that's another thing that really bothers me because I feel like they don't, they don't target, you know, is it, forgive me, is it five times more likely? Yeah, the yeah. ladies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah like women well. women of colour are, again, a lot more likely to die of triple negative breast cancer. One, because it's the mm. most aggressive form of breast mm. cancer and two, because it's, it's women of colour. Mm. That's wild. So before you had, um, obviously you said your sister had like pain, but again, because yeah. it's like hormonal, yeah. she didn't mm. think that. But did you have any symptoms, would you say, except so feeling the lump? When people usually ask me, did you have any symptoms? I, as far as I'm concerned, I didn't. Mm. but at the time I felt the lump it was so big so had I been like checking myself mm. obviously like I shower you do certain things you feel yeah. but be- I'm not looking for it so because mm. I'm not looking for it it's I didn't actually notice it so I couldn't tell you if it was there the day before mm. like if you if I think about it I don't think it's a lump that happened overnight if that yeah, makes sense that's the thing. it that's wasn't crazy. just but it was literally that that same day was the day that I felt it so so, yeah. so obviously you mentioned before um, um, your sister, but you're mm. actually a twin, isn't it? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I love twins. <laughs> I always wish I was a twin. <laughs> <laughs> so what did it did how how did it affect I guess your your twin sister? Yeah. Did she feel the need to immediately get checked as well? And yeah, I mean, so when um, I was first diagnosed, I think the first thing I thought was, oh my gosh, Tossin's gonna be so upset she's gonna panic because naturally if she has a headache today and mm. then a headache tomorrow mm. and the headache tomorrow feels different than the one that she had yesterday mm. she's going straight to the gp like she does wow. not mm. joke she's about when it comes to her health at all so the first thing i thought was oh, oh, what's your name toyin my sister's tossing this guy this guy what i put tossing <laughs> i wonder why i put tossing on the thing does the dog say <laughs> tossing thing Definitely doesn't. <laughs> Definitely doesn't. <laughs> I wouldn't make that mistake. Okay. Sorry, I apologize. That's okay. Um, so, yeah, I think I was just more concerned about her and just how she would take it, how my mum would take it. I think naturally I kind of know my mental capacity i know how mm. strong i am mentally yeah. so i knew that for me i'm good i can definitely mm, handle, handle this but i just thought oh my gosh tossing is going to be mm. so devastating i was so worried about her that is so, so wholesome because you were yeah. the one going through like going yeah. for you're going through it and you're worrying about your twin so yeah. did your mum and your sister get checked or like anyone else um so my sister's just done her testing actually i think because it was during covid and oh yeah okay. it was just so difficult to get them checked as well mm. But she's definitely gone for... Ch- I think she's... Actually, she missed her appointment last Tossing. Week. Yeah. <laughs> Tossing missed her appointment. Ma'am. <laughs> but yeah, so she should be um, having that soon anyway. How are they able to check if it's hereditary? Uh, through blood, blood testing. Genetic, there's a genetic team, but they only test you if there's a reason to. Mm. Okay. So when my sister got tested, they said all of you need to get tested. And 
just mm. set my blood sample, didn't think anything of it. Mm. And then it came back and said I had it. How did your family, so you have it? Yeah. Did your little sister have it as well? No. Oh, okay. Thank, yeah, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. But like, how did your family like, deal with that? See, with me, it was, yeah, you got it. All right, we're going to beat it. Like, yeah. I you're going to beat it. Like, it, it was never a thing where I thought the worst was going to happen. Like, my mm. sister's always been like a huge, like, she's always been a part of me. Like, yeah. she's taught me everything. So I was like, hey, you're that bitch. Like, you mean? Like, you know what I mean? That's sick. Mm. I mean, you're, you're, you're like, this is nothing. We're going to laugh mm. about it. And it just kind of, I don't know, like, the, when you always think about stuff in hindsight, you think everything clicks. Mm. Mm. But I, I wasn't seeing the signs. Like maybe I didn't accept it. But around yeah. around Zineb, like around my big sister, God rest her soul, I was like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's nothing. Like you got your, you know, you got your baby, you got us. Like we'll mm. be there. Like it's, it's, you know what I mean? You just kind of keep a brave face on. Mm. Is the baby able to be tested, or does it have to happen like later on in life? Um, I think due to ethics, you're not allowed to. Okay. Yeah, you're not allowed to test any children in regards yeah. to it because they need their consent. So I don't think. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. But he's he's a boy, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. so thankfully, it's it, it yeah. wouldn't be as serious if you had it. I'm stuck on the fact that, like, with a woman, if you have it, you actually have fifty percent. That's so high. Mm. That's wild. I, I think that's even a loose thing. It might be even higher. Like it's it's super scary. And it's, yeah. it's I, I don't know if you touched on it already, Toyin, but it's like the most aggressive. Like yeah. once you have it, it's, it, it, it grows so quick and it learns so mm. rapidly. I think my sister went through like four different stages of chemo. I'm, I'm not sure, did you have the pick line? No. Yeah, so my no. sister had a pick line chemo, which is basically, it's like they put like a thread through your vein into yeah. your actual heart. Mm. Um, and they inject chemo via that, which to me seems super invasive. But obviously, when mm. when she was doing it, yeah. no, no, like the, just even the the treatment, mm. like it's a literal thread, like a syringe inside your heart mm. through your vein, from mm. your arm, and it's just yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's super scary, super. Mm. But yeah, I'm mincing yeah. my words mm. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your treatment like? Um, so I, so before I started chemo, actually, because of my age, I was 28 when they diagnosed me. And obviously I wanted to have kids in the future, so I had to do a short cycle of IVF. So I preserved my eggs, okay. um, which was all covered by the NHS as well. Okay. Yeah. And then I started, I had 18 rounds of chemo. Mm. and then 18? 18, yeah. And then I had a lumpectomy. So usually some people have their surgery first and then they have the chemo but because my lump was quite big mm. the chemotherapy was to shrink the lump first and then take it out take it out and then i had radiation for about six to seven weeks after that is there a likelihood of it returning or there is so they usually so right now when i do try and go to like private healthcare, mm. everybody's like we can't take you when you have to wait five years really? until wow. you get the all clear yeah so i was actually reading last week that some people say, well, according to the internet, um, it can return after two years, three years. After like the three year mark, then you can kind of relax a little bit. Okay. So yeah. And when did you finish your treatment? I finished in two thousand and twenty one. Okay. February two thousand. I lied. March twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Leave it. Two years. Yeah. Oh, Sick. don't worry. Yeah. That's good. Ah, what was I gonna say? Um. In terms of like. Um, like diet and stuff here. Does the doctor tell you about, I guess, like how your diet should be, your lifestyle should mm. be, like in in terms of maybe preventing it or maybe um, 
I guess, kind of maintaining, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Um, yes, yeah, so generally no. Okay. Because I think as doctors, they can't really offer that advice because okay. especially when it comes to diet, people have so many different beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'm not a nutritionist, by the way, guys. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, um, my sister was actually vegetarian at the okay. time. So I think naturally when people hear cancer, they automatically link it to your diet. Mm. So I had people coming over to me saying, oh, like I've bought you a book and, you know, you should eat this and you should eat that. Yeah, Yeah, so I was like, you know, Dr. Sebi and listen, I'm here for everything. Just And if it's going to help, I'm here to try everything. CBD, Mm. trying everything. But then, so I was like, let me try this vegetarian diet or being more intentional about not yeah. eating meat and things like that. And I like meat, guys. I'm a carnivore, sorry. <laughs> um, and so I think for about a month, my sister, my mum's like giving me quail eggs, boiled hey, quail hey. eggs, butternut squash and asparagus. <laughs> and I was so hungry and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry. So, and But each time, so for about a month, I kept going mm-hmm. into the hospital to get blood transfusions because my energy would be so low. Um, my red blood cells would be so low. You were eating, you were eating a steak. Sis. I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I was starving. And so I remember once I was admitted and then there was a nutritionist that came to see me, actually. And she was like a young black lady. Mm. And she's like, listen, I'm not allowed to give you any advice, but I do want to know because you've been here quite a bit mm. what are you eating and so I told her like the transition of not eating meat yeah. and she was like obviously we can't give you any advice but you need to eat like you need to eat what your body knows yeah. mm-hmm. because you've started chemo and your everything's breaking down mm. and you need you know your body's not used to not eating yeah. red meat so and you need to fight it so mm-hmm. I went home and I was like listen I can eat meat okay <laughs> I can eat so yeah so I think in terms of diet I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think just do what's best for you. Do yeah. what your body knows. I think when you're going through chemo as well, your body is fighting. Yeah. So you not giving it energy, not giving it food, especially food that it's used to, mm-hmm. can possibly pay, play um, yeah. a part yeah. in recovery. Mm. Wow. So I'd say eat. <laughs> eat. In terms of like um, the chemo as well, yeah. Like what were some of the things that happened to you? Because obviously I saw what, like um, some of your YouTube video. Mm. I saw like your hair falling yeah. out and stuff like that. Like how soon did that happen? Mm. And what other things happened as well? Okay, so in terms of like side effects, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I think the first side effects, so after my first chemo, I was like, oh, guys, I'm fine. Like I'm strong. Look at yeah. me. I don't feel anything. And the next day I had like these really bad body pains. Mm. So do you guys know a bonicky? Yeah. It's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's stronger than Rob out. <laughs> oh my gosh, that helped me. I was literally really rubbing myself down with it. Mm. So that was like, that was minor. That was sorry. Okay. Aboniki is basically like a Nigerian deep heat. <laughs> yeah. I know you were, you were glitching it, but I'm sorry. No, you know, you know, you say it like that before. What, Aboniki? Yeah, Aboniki. What do you call it? how it's pronounced. What do you put? <laughs> how you say it? How do you say it, Brent? I heard you say Aboniki. A bonnicky, oh, well. No, it's a, a, a bonnicky. <laughs> a bonnicky. Yeah, that's. A How do you say it, man, yo? A bonnicky. Or oh, a, a bonnicky. Or, or a bon- yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know he's gone in. Right? <laughs> no, but I just say it the more thingy way, innit? The Western way, I'm yeah, disgusted. Yeah. I'm so pro black activist. I'm disgusted. Oh, but you don't understand. You've said it. You... What? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyone, it's basically a Nigerian um, deep heat. Yeah. Basically, but it's so, listen. It's strong. It's so strong, yeah. yeah. 
So um, crimes is ridiculous. Yeah, so that helped <laughs> <laughs> in terms of like body pains and mm. then for me hair loss wasn't really like a big thing for me did it really help or did it just no, it numb helped. everything else no, no, it it helped. Helped. <laughs> <laughs> just about Rob yeah and how like powerful Rob is Aboniki is Rob's mm. big yeah yeah uh, Rob is Aboniki's son mm-hmm. that yeah. is it's wild yeah. yeah and I was going through like tubs because mm. I was I was using this moisturizer mm. it was so effective but um, in terms of like the hair loss mm. for me that wasn't a big thing because mm. I just thought it's hair it will grow back mm. do you understand like, I don't really I wasn't fussed about that mm. um, nausea mm. oh my gosh like I feel like there's more to nausea than just being like feeling sick, sick or yeah. it's it felt like a feeling mm. and for me it was so bad and you know people would say have ginger drink this and drink that mm. and just nothing was working until my friend was like oh try watermelon because I had that when I was pregnant okay. and so I tried watermelon and then it helped I was having that like every single time mm. and one day I don't know what clicked I just started feeling so sick oh, no. and yeah so I think mm. for me nausea was one of the worst um because I just can't explain it. Mm. Like, it's so much more to... Just feeling sick. Just feeling sick, or even the feeling of wanting to be sick. And I guess where you're tired as well. Yeah. And you're exhausted. So for me, I think it was, yeah, the nausea and just being fatigued, like chronic fatigue, where I remember there was a time that my mum had come into, like, my room, and I'd just finished chemo. And I was so tired, and she, I think she was trying to talk to me, and... Just the energy, just the thought of even having to listen, not even to even think of a response. I yeah. was just, I just looked at her like, no, please, like, yeah. don't talk to me. I just can't. So I think for me, nausea, feeling tired. I also had, oh guys, I look like a leopard, you know. I had like these black spots all over my tongue, really? all over my face, all over my body. You know, the soles of my feet. I had them there, palms of my hand, and I would have this thing where. I would constantly itch. So I'd walk for like 10 minutes and I'd be stamping. Like it was so, at first it was embarrassing because I'd be out and I'd just be like stamping. Yeah, but I don't know. And and I'm just like, I need to get home. Mm. Or I'd try to take like an antihistamine and just that wouldn't work. And then it's just really uncomfortable. Like you're itching. And scratching is making it worse. This is making me itch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just so uncomfortable. And when it's like in the soles of your feet, so it's not, I can't get into it. So mm. I have to stamp to actually yeah, try and feel it. And then I'd get like hot flushes. So one minute I'd be mm. hot and I'd have a fan with me and then I'd be cold like the next mm. minute. So I guess just like the body, your, your body changes. Yeah. And obviously I was on steroids as well. And so I had a lot of water retention. I was mm. heavy. <laughs> I was heavy. Um, but yeah, um, I think for me, mainly nausea and just fatigue. Yeah. Nausea and fatigue. Yeah. Because mm. when you're so tired to the point where you just feel like you're existing, you don't even feel mm. like you wanna, you're just existing, you're just there. And I remember I'd be, I'd be sleeping for ages and I knew that my sister and my mum would be worried to so like just move a little bit just, okay, to, yeah. just to show them that, listen, I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm just tired. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Um, how, how was it for your sister? I done school. Yeah. yeah. Really? They, they said that 
um, one of the side effects of the chemo is that she would feel tired, but it's not that tired where it's like, oh, you can sleep it off. Mm. You're like, what Tony said, you're Exhausted. gone. Mm. And they just said, oh, try and live your life normally. How? Mm. <laughs> and my sister, and my, even like Zineb used to take her rest serious. Like she mm. wasn't a morning person mm. at the best of times. Mm. So she was like, no, I want to sleep. I can't, you know what I mean? Like she used to be in bed for ages. Mm. She tried to do stuff normally, but like you said, it was she had itching, she had a water retention. Um, and yeah, no, I think the fatigue hit her the hardest. Mm. I think nausea was kind of hit her towards the end, mm. but the, the fatigue was serious. Like she didn't even want to talk. Most of the time, if we were just mm. trying to, I was trying to ban it with her, she would be like, that must yeah. be so difficult, especially like being a new. Was she? Does that have first kid? Yeah. Mm. Being a new mum as well, wanting to yeah. spend time with your kid, but you physically actually you can't. can't. Yeah. Did she ever talk about that? Nah, because we we obviously wanted to stay on the positive, but it was more so we all of us kind of geared in. And we all That's helped. Beautiful. My big brother was amazing. My little sister was amazing. Mm. My mum was amazing. My wife was amazing. All of us chipped in as much That's as we amazing. could. Like, yeah. We took him out. Mm. My son also. Was he's I think at the time only about three or four. Mm. He was playing around and stuff. Mm. Um, so we all kind of chipped in to help her out with it. But we were just like, take care of yourself. Like, we, yeah. We're gonna get through this kind of mm. thing. I am like I love the fact like I love the fact that you're very like positive mm. about it, um, which is very very difficult. Mm. And I love the fact that you were positive as well. But how like what did support look like for you for your sister? Like how did you show up and your family as well? Because I know you guys. Up to your nephew, but I've I've always been there, isn't it? Like she, like like I said earlier, she was there from one obviously since I was young. But mm. she kind of taught me everything about music, mm. food, clothes, how to dress, how to mm. carry myself. What's the age gap between you guys? Um, age gap's quite large, you know. <laughs> it's about nine year nine year age gap. Yeah, around that. Um, but she was everything to me. Like she's yeah. everything. Um, so being there, it's funny. I was there for her birth. Cause my wife had a home birth. So she planned to have a home birth at my house. Oh, you mean the birth of my child? You had the kitchen? Wait, you just said it was nightly. Like, oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was going to be like, you're going to take us to the spiritual realm. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, like, um, <laughs> like, like, she... I was basically <laughs> there for... You in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, that's all crazy, my bad. I was okay. like, no, she... Um, I was there for so the like everything all at once. Yeah, it works. But yeah, I was like, this is, this is sick. I was there for the birth of my nephew. Okay, um, thank she you. Planned to have it, she planned to have my, my nephew at my house. Okay, okay. But this is during lockdown. Mm. Um, and she kind of started it. This is a funny story, so I don't know why I'm digressing. But... Halfway through giving birth, mm. she was like, "No, nah, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> no, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm going to hospital." Yo, she was like already in the water. Yeah, yo, I yeah, don't care. Like, get me to the hospital. I tried to stop her. I was like, "What are you doing?" Like, just the way a brother would talk. Like, what are you doing? You're yeah. supposed to talk when, you, when a woman's giving birth. As you don't know, you're supposed to be. Like, yeah. Don't come and just that now. I was like, "Yo, what are you doing?" I said, like, "Get back in the room." I like, "Move again." She just moved me. Long story short, ended up taking her to the hospital, and I ended up. Because it was lockdown, yeah. they were only allowing Aww. significant others, mm. spouses, and I had to act like a husband. Because mm. I don't yeah. trust nurses, I don't trust yeah. NHS, I don't trust doctors. But I was there for like the whole thing of her birth. So mm. that going from that being there for one of the most significant moments of any woman's mm. life to 
the cancer treatment was it was a normal transition. Like, I was there for every single appointment. Yeah. My little sister was there for the initial appointment, but I was there for my treatment yeah. to talk to the, the doctors what they what they were gonna do. They started you on Paclitaxel, right? Yes. Yeah, same with Zanemba, and they kind of got her new treatments for drugs that had just been approved. Okay. Mm. So it, was, it it never felt like a chore, mm. if that makes sense. Like, it, even with work, I was like, well, it's my sister, so if you look got a problem, I don't yeah. care, like, deal, yeah. we'll deal with it after. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I just kind of rolled with her, and just kind of rolled with the punches, but I'm sure that you, you'll be able to agree as well. As much as we, we're there for you, we can never fully empathise because mm. you're going through it. So I don't know what, what, what Zinnab was going through, Garissa so in her, yeah. in her head, but all we can do is show up <coughs> and be ourselves. Mm. And I remember just telling my family, do not show any form of weakness. Mm. Right? Do not show any form of... I was going to ask about that next. ...double yeah. guessing or nothing. Mm. You're going to beat this, that's it. That's it. Up, yeah. yeah, that's it. Don't... don't. I remember saying to my to my mum, actually, which, which sounds messed up in hindsight, but I was like, don't cry in front of her. Don't do none of that in front of her. Mm. Don't. No, but it's true though. Like yeah. I would, I mm. would have said the same thing. Cause I think is like you said, they know they they feel it the most because yeah. they're the ones in the situation. Mm. So, but I'm a cry though. So I know. But you get what I mean. But like, <laughs> it's difficult to go to someone who's actually experiencing something yeah. and then be all emotional. It's only gonna make them feel worse. So I yeah. feel like at the time, what you said made sense because yeah. again, you're just trying to protect. Protect her. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's messed up. It sounds really messed up. I'm the same as you. Like, I, yeah. behind closed doors, like with my wife, it was. Of course, because yeah. it's a reality, yeah. yeah. But when I'm in the person's face, like, I do that even with anything. Any of my friends are going through something, I'm not going to be in your face, mm. emotional and breaking down. What does that do? Because I know you're feeling the worst. I know when I leave you and you're by yourself with your thoughts, your thoughts are going to be running wild. So while yeah. I'm there, I'm here to distract you from all of that. But. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eman knows me as well. Mm. My first, my first response to anything is like, ah, fuck that. Like, what do you mm. mean? Like, yeah. attack it. Like, yeah. I'm very like, no, we deal with that. We nip it in the bud and we move on amicably. Mm. Kind of, yeah. kind of thing. Mm. So beautiful. In terms of like, obviously, um, you were saying you didn't really trust like the the professionals like that. Yeah. yeah. But I guess in terms of like the holistic support you guys got from like the NHS and stuff, was it there? Like, yeah. Personally, for me. Yeah. I think I had a good experience. I think okay. it was handled very well. Okay. Um, I was also handled with urgency, I would say. Mm. So as soon as I found out, that whole week I was doing tests. Next week I was doing MRI scans, CT scans, checking if it had spread and things and things like that. So personally, for my experience, mm. I, I do think I was handled with a sense of urgency and very well. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, it's weird for me because obviously the worst happened. Mm. Um, and I was so on it with the doctors mm. and even um, the registrar, I had her number. Mm. Like I had her mobile number. Mm. Like if anything went wrong, I was hitting her up. Mm. Like there's always a, a, there's always a side of apprehension and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like disbelief, mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. Mm. But I was on them. When they said something, I did my research first mm. and then I said, all right, we'll go ahead. Or, you know, Zineb got rest so we'll look at me and be like, should we do this? Is, is, mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, would you think of that? Yeah. Um, and usually when it came to appointments, she wanted me to go with her. Mm. Then I can se second guess or ask them yeah. questions because then it was like you, <coughs> your mind goes blank. Yeah. You're yeah. just trying to live, like you're just trying to yeah. survive. Yeah. So I was listening to everything. Um, I don't know. I feel like they, they did well, but a part of me is always, at, um, if I'm being frank, even thinking about them gets me angry. Like really? I, they, they did, they were lovely, mm -hmm. but even just thinking about the virtual, thinking about the the the, the professor, it just gets me angry. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, 
Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'll always be jaded. Mm. But that's me with the NHS anyway. Mm. When you have to try, did you try any new appro- newly approved medication? I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to try it. I was a bit scared. And yeah. I had my sister as well. Mm. So, you know how you were to your sister? She had her notes. She had her questions. Mm. I was a bit more lenient in terms of, like, okay, if this is working, then... She was like, Mm-mm, we're not just going to mm-hmm. take what... So she was very on it as well. Yeah. Um, but in terms of new medication, this might sound bad, but I just didn't want to be the first one. I was going to ask, do they make it sound like a consent form? It, it, it's not like lab testing, though. Okay. Remember, it's like fully, fully yeah. tested. It's been. It's literally just been approved. It's only the thing that's slowing it down from that in the NHS is money. Okay. okay. Yeah, so it was paid for. So that okay. Because the professor was high up. That's another thing that kind of lured us in a full sense of security was that the professor was he, he's big in his field mm. mm-hmm. so he had like he, he could say I want this for free and I want that for free and mm. Zineb would just say yeah or yes or no but mm. no it's like fully tested fully funded it was fully it mm. was nothing like like a back of a Colombian you know when you say lured is that like in a negative way what do you mean you said um, that's one of the things that lured you when oh, sorry, I meant alerted. I've got invisible. Oh, alerted. Oh, okay. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, no. sorry yeah. I thought you... Yeah. I think lured into false sense of security. Oh, that, so yeah. that kind of drew him into false yeah, sense of security. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so... Did, what what was the false sense of security? The fact that the professor was high in his field. And when he said okay. something, mm. obviously I've done my research. Yeah, but you take his word for it. I'm always going to second-guess everything I've done because the worst mm. happened. Okay. And that's something that obviously okay. you deal mm. with with grief. But it's mm. just... I... You just wish you'd done something... You just wish you'd done... Stuff differently. Mm. What do you wish you did differently? I don't know. Like, if I could do it all again, I probably wouldn't have done Gimo. Yeah. In, in, in total. Because she was so, at, at the later stages, mm. um, that I kind of wish she just enjoyed. The last mm. day. Yeah. But did it tell you that, that like, what happened could have happened? This is the thing. I kind of wish I was there when she first got told. Because the doctor that told her, he must have been a locum. Because mm. the way he told her, is like... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of those um, temporary doctors yeah like agency type yeah the agency oh, really? yeah, mm-hmm. local, they're not there they're not permanent staff mm-hmm. oh okay like they kind of resi- like they go around kind of thing yeah they make, yeah. The, they make bucks doctors. Okay, yeah. but the way he told her he was like oh you're stage 4 you're gonna die from this what but I wasn't there so if, if I was no this that was another, the initial sorry that was yeah, the initial yeah, when much. she got told first time it's incurable you're stage 4 you're gonna die from this mm. like let's not he said obviously you can fight as much as you can but you're gonna die from this but I wasn't there. Like, I, I want to know who that guy is. Like, even mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. rushing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that, he, his bedtime manner was non was non-existent. Mm-hmm. But the way the way he said stuff and that kind of stuck that kind of stuck in my in my sister's head. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just yo. I'm always kind of battling in your head. But I guess that's mm-hmm. that's how you deal with grief. Yeah. Mm. Um. Obviously, <laughs> I know this will obviously be a, a bit difficult and stuff. Yeah. But when did it get to the stage where it was like, okay? was more so acceptance from you guys. Mm. No, no. You never never, never. No. We, uh, but we're fighters. I, mm. well, I'm not accepting mm. nothing. Even mm. when they were saying stuff like palliative care, mm. which now I know what that means, mm. they got to the point where the palliative care team would be in a room and I'd be like, fuck you, look in there. Mm. I was like, move. Right? Explain palliative care. Yeah, sorry. To help people transition mm. from, like, to pass away. Yeah. But I was like, I don't, but why you look in there, move. Why are you here? And I feel like we were just like, we had to be in the correct mind space. Mm-hmm. But no, none, none of us accepted it, pretty much. Obviously, wow. we were there. I was there being pragmatic about the situation. Mm-hmm. But it was always like, she will bounce back. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Have you done anything to help like, with your um, your grief? Yeah, get my 
fat wobbly ass up and going to the gym and yeah, doing yeah. something about it. Like, and obviously talking, I went through counselling. Okay, yeah. That's what um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <clears throat> but which my wife kind of put me through. Uh, but yeah, it was mostly gym. You used to do it? You used to do counselling? No, because the NHS only give like six free sessions and I'm mm. kind of debating going back. Mm. I'm not entirely sure. So, <coughs> you were fluffy before? <coughs> what do you mean? Because you said you was fat, innit? Yeah. Oh, no, I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I still... Like, like, I haven't got like that. You're so fat, I feel like I was fat. I feel like I was fat. I feel like I was fat. When you lose weight in that, you see yourself now. Mm. You're thinking, wow. Yeah, true. Damn. Mm. I lost 15 centimetres from like my waist. Well, okay. Like childbearing hips, like you don't fall. <laughs> <laughs> no hips. Being, madness, like African hips. Like African <laughs> hips was a madness. But yeah, that helped me deal with it a lot. And mm-hmm. obviously, just being around uh, family and doing stuff to commemorate her. Mm. Do you guys still talk about it though? Is it something you guys? Because sh- I remember, like at the start, you said about that like, we don't talk about a lot of things within our culture. Mm. Do you guys talk about it? Talk about what? As in, I just talk about. Her talk about we, we, everything you went through. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's also a form of therapy. We don't talk about what we went through. Okay. But we talk about her every single day. Oh, that's good. Every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but every, the impact she had, she was at the centre of her family. Yeah. Like, she was just everything. Like, yeah, we, every day we talk about her. Mm-hmm. Every day. And you talk, to, talk about that to her son as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, everything that we did, everything we do now is for her. Mm-hmm. Like, even for her son, like... What is he now? He's he's now he's just about to turn two this year. Oh, yeah. young, yeah, wow. very young. Yeah, two, yeah, he's two at the moment. He's like three this year. My bad, yeah. Oh, mm. that's so sweet. Yeah. Relax every day. <laughs> <laughs> I do that sometimes, but not my kids. Well, oh, <laughs> no, my maths is poor. No, Brent is different. <laughs> Brent is different. You've been taking your nephew. Brent just don't know nothing. <laughs> no, like, he was. Uh, I, he's obviously so important. To me for various reasons, but mm. I was there, like I was the first yeah. person to hold him. And his yeah. birthday? Yeah. His birthday. Five, ten, twenty. Because Brendan didn't know any of his No, no, no. <laughs> like, I was, I was I, like, I cut the umbilical cord. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's so precious. Aww. I want to talk about your um your run. Yeah. Because mm. yeah, because because I was saying at the start that nothing can make me run. Like <laughs> I thought you did a marathon, but even though it wasn't a marathon. No. It's still a run. Yeah. It's a run. Yeah, it's yeah, a it's heck a, of a run. 10k yeah. runs. A serious yeah, run. Yeah, 10k runs. That's run, a very yeah. serious run. Yeah. I see it as like a starting block to get to like the marathons. Do you want to do a marathon? No. <laughs> what are you starting from? What are you starting from? Just to get my, my heart to work properly. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Marathon's like 23 miles, 26 miles. Something. I'm, not, I'm not built like that. Mm. Did you train for it? Yeah, I did the... Um, while I was going through like dealing with it and going gym, I just thought, you know what? Let me do the, the couch to 5k. Oh, to see if I that? could do it. It's an app. Oh, okay. It's like a free app. Um, and I they kind of teach you how to run in like stepping blocks, like a nine week thing. Okay, mm. I might try that, you know. Yo, it's, it's good. It's, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. You done it, yeah? With the catch of 5K? Mm. Yeah. So you can you can do a 5K run? No. <laughs> oh. Okay, I might, I might try that. <laughs> no, it's proper. Like I was running in Air Maxes. Those. Mm. Those Air Maxes I was running in until like a, a week before the run. Is that um, a good thing? Running no, those are shit. Those are so. horrible. They're the worst things to run. I don't know why you'd be running these. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't invested in running until I thought, let okay. me do something for, for my for okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. Like, then I bought like Soconis and like, New Balance stuff. Um, mm. 
Yeah, the couch 5K was kind of like a stepping block. And then I thought, let me do something for it. Oh, I get it now. Couch to 5K. Yeah, couch 5K. It literally will make you like run a certain amount every day. And then like, so like it'll teach you how to how to, how to get through it. So say like run for like two minutes, mm. then walk for a minute. And okay. then we're And each day it will bring your rest period down, make you run longer. And then before you know it, you just, you, running you're just up running. Up and down. Yeah, it's all right. It's not bad. I didn't finish it. Finish it. I think I got. I think I got to about. I think I got to about three k or something. <laughs> <laughs> Once I saw it was working, I was like, "Oh yeah, this, this is good, man." I did. Yeah, I this. This, is, this is proper. I had to just, just stop doing it. You get me? Yeah, it's proper things, man. Was that the treadmill internet? No, it's nothing to do with that. But um, okay, so you so you did that. So that was your training, basically, for that. Yeah, it was my training. Um, initially, I wanted to do like a. Like a like a party because she introduced me to music. Like she got me on like Tribe Called Quest and like real hip hop, like real music. Mm. Um, that started off my love for it now, and I want to do like a party, like a nineties theme party, and oh, raise nice. money again yeah. for charity. Um, but then I thought, nah, I ain't got enough time to. I hate organizing parties; okay. it gives me anxiety. Mm. Um, so I thought, let me do the run instead, um, which again was new in my culture. Yeah. I told my mum I'm running for for charity. My mum was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Why are you asking for money? You. Yeah, sure. yeah. Why, why are you asking for money? <laughs> Where's the money going? What's that got to do with the run? Like she didn't understand. So yeah. I was like, I'm paying it out for her. And she was like, oh, right, I understand. Because obviously we just see bare white people doing it. Mm. Yeah. hell of white people. Um, so yeah, I just thought I'd do that. Then I just kind of trained and trained and trained. Mm. Um, yeah, until, until the day came. And who did the donations go to? Uh, it goes to Breast Cancer UK, mm. which is a full transparency, which is a, um, generic kind of breast cancer charity. There is no triple negative breast cancer charity, mm. a proper one anyway. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, there wasn't one of color. Mm. I don't know, maybe yeah. one we get started in the future. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, As if we're more likely. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, that's really good. So, how did you find your run? Was it good? They the run. I was nervous, man. Um, when I because it was bare, like athletic people, like they were just like that, and I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dress like, serious. like Mark's gold. You look like you go gym, like you work out. Like it's not really my thing. I'm gonna dress um, like this every day now. <laughs> <laughs> you look well, going for yeah. The athlete, <laughs> athlete on the team. Yeah, trust me. Like, but mm. I, I got the only with my new clothes, like my new balance stuff and all that. Just the legs off. Like, yeah. No, no, it was like new balance proper. But I still had like my like my hoodie. Like I still dressed like me. Like I still had the the beanie and that. Um, you ran in your beanie? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brand new in that. Man, I look sick. <laughs> <laughs> I was hard, didn't it? Like, so, pause. But I, I, I started off the run and I started off pretty well. Midway, I can't lie, I got a bit. You had a beanie on? Yeah. <laughs> of course, midway. I was like. No, what did I say? You said midway. And I'm guessing you're going to say midway, you were tired. No, of course I said, you no, been. no, no, no. Midway, I ended up getting like quite like going through everything in my head again and I'm okay. getting quite upset and I was like oh, I don't, oh. don't want to be here like I don't want to do this why am I doing mm, it? I don't want to be doing this yeah. Um, yeah I start to feel a little bit emotional but I was like you know what let me just power through Um, my mum was there mm. my little sister was there like my brother my wife my son was there mm. and it was good because it was even for my for my, for my my baby like even him seeing me run mm. that's like I hope that kind of stays like mm. a core memory for him so maybe yeah. he want to exercise when he's older mm. Um, and then I kind of started to get towards the end and Iman knows me, I'm wild competitive. Mm. And I saw this hench girl running. And she was in front of me. Why is she gonna be hench? Because <laughs> she was hench. Because her shoulders are broad, like she was hench than me. Why are you putting the camera on me for? Madness. Like she 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 overtook me. And I was like, nah, like, 
not to do with her being a girl, but I got Zinnab on my head like, don't let her take you for a dickhead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, <laughs> she, she overtook me and I was like, nah, she's not, she's not, she's not racing me. Mm. She just kind of carried on doing my thing. And I overtook her absentmindedly. And, and she, she overtook me again. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. I overtook her. Now we're at the last leg. Mm. And she, overt- she t- overtakes me for the last time. If When I tell you, my knees were so high up in the sky. <laughs> I zoomed past this woman, yeah? Zoomed past her to the end. Beat her. She came up to me and she was like, yeah, yeah, well done, well done. <laughs> <laughs> so well, it was a race then, yeah, huh? It was, with a Gymshark clothes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, well done, well done, the broad shoulders. I was like, yeah, bro. That was so, <laughs> so, that's so funny. Like, I'm very competitive. I did that on the treadmill, you know. This is, I know I can't run. But if the person next to me is running faster, I'm like, nah, I'm, running, I'm gonna run. But then obviously I give up because I know what they're here to do. Yeah. But that's really, really cool, man. I'm proud yeah. of you for that. That's proper sick. Yeah. yeah, man, well done, man. That's really, really good. It. So um, obviously you um, you did like a raffle type thing, innit? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Have you done that already? Yeah, yeah. It was all uh, winners were announced last week. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it went went really well. I'm still overwhelmed by mm. the by the by the support I had. Um, but yeah, no, the the prizes went out. Um, yeah, just big thank you. Can I say my thanks now, or is it too early? Is it too premature? As long as you don't add anybody in this room. <laughs> all right, all right. Cool. I'll say a big thank you. Big thank you to Miss Maria. They got Miss Maria. Mariah. Mariah. Mariah, I'm sorry. Big thanks to Miss Mariah. Uh Temmy. And I believe I'm gonna fuck them up. If I'm wrong, apologies. Becky. We try to donate anonymously. Allow it. And someone else, loads of people don't donated anonymously. I wish I could say thank you. Um but yeah, just a big thank you to even the, the businesses that supported. Mm. Rihanna at T and me. Um, Sabrina rap by Izana and Lewis Walcott, man. It's a big, big thank you. That's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> so, so, so. Big up them, yeah, that's it. Um, I want to ask you, Tony. So, in terms, of how, how are you now? Are you basically? Yeah, I'm good. Um, mm. I have some like issues from so the steroids. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I had some issues mm-hmm. um, from like the steroids and the tablets that I was taking. Mm. So I developed something called a vascular necrosis, which is basically... So I had a vascular necrosis of the right hip, which basically means I had no blood supply in my really? hip. Really? Yeah. Oh. So I just had um, surgery called a core decompression to kind of fix that. So I have like a synthetic bone in my hip. Oh, and then wow. that kind of allows my femoral bone to start healing again. Okay. But it just means in about nine to ten years, I will need a hip replacement. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. so this surgery was to prevent me from having a hip replacement at this oh. age. Now, now this age? Yeah. And are you healing well from the surgery? Yeah. I mean, I'm back in heels. I don't know what she but I'm back in heels. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. Someone asked earlier in the comment um, if you got your taste back. Oh, oof. I'm greedy, man, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Long time ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, what advice do you think you can offer, would you offer to like other women and stuff? And, and you as well, Ramsey. To other people, I guess who haven't gone through it at all and are currently going through it? I think it's very important to have like a game plan. So when you're first diagnosed, it's important to sit with your breast um, doctor or your breast nurse Mm -hmm. and have a clear understanding or detailed understanding of what your your treatment is and why have they chosen that treatment for you. Because you need to understand why you're having chemo every week or chemo every three weeks and the type of chemo you're having as well. I also think it's 
important to allow people to help you. Mm-hmm. So um, you need all the help that you can get. You might think, obviously, you don't want people to worry. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to see your family cry and everything, but they would. They do want to support in their own way. So it's important to allow them to. So they kind of feel like they're a part of that journey. Mm. Um, what else would I say? Yeah, I think in terms of being active, I will say as much as I was fatigued, I did try and be intentional about my routine. So I did mm. try and be very intentional in terms of, okay, I'm going to try and walk around the house for yeah. 10, 15 minutes because as tired as you are, you can't, you just don't want to sit around. You do want to make an effort as well. And sometimes with chemo, I think your symptoms can fluctuate. So as much as I was chronically fatigued, mm. I also had um, like moments where I had so much energy. Okay. So I'd get up at like five in the morning and I'd be making breakfast or I'd be cleaning mm. or I'd go for a long ass walk. Mm. Right. So I think is so I think what I'm saying is when you have the time or when you have the energy to do something, do it. Yeah. Don't just sit back and be like, you know what, I'm going to be tired next week. Use it, make mm-hmm. use of it. And that will you slowly introduce some sort of routine to your body. Yeah. So when you are feeling awake and when you are feeling, you know, more energetic, mm-hmm. then your body kind of, you know, tells you to, okay, get up, let's go for a walk. Mm-hmm. So I think try and be, I'm not saying be active, but if you have energy, try and make it last. Mm-hmm. Try and do something about it. Have you always been resilient in like how you think and like, do you know what, I've got this, I can do this? You know what, I haven't. But I think because I've, I'm not going to say I've been through like everything, but I have experienced loss yeah. um, unexpectedly mm. when I was quite young. Mm. Not quite young, like 22, 23. So my boyfriend passed away. Mm. And so that was like, for me, my first experience of dealing with life. Mm. So, and that was horrible. Yeah. So I think after that, I had dealt with other things, but it kind of just made me think to myself, like, listen, there's a concept to life. Mm. And once you kind of understand that, and it's unfortunate, like even sitting with you today, when um, you told me, oh, you know, he lost his, I was a bit uncomfortable Mm. because I feel like with, um, with grief, it's very uncomfortable, especially when it's with someone else as well, because we're also tender. You don't know how Mm. to approach the situation. Mm And obviously I'm sitting down with someone that's had a different outcome, Mm -hmm. a different experience to that. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes me grief adjacent. So Mm -hmm. I don't really understand what you're going through, but it's close enough, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. I think sometimes, for me anyway, because of things I've experienced in the past, I kind of just have this mentality of, you know what, this is the concept of life. Like, Mm -hmm. these things are going to happen. And sometimes you think you're exempt from these things. You know, Mm -hmm. like there's so many other kids that have cancer or leukemia or know, so we see all the time. So it doesn't make us exempt because we're not better than them, yeah. if that makes sense. So yeah. I think it's also trying to program your mind yeah. to um, understand that, listen, these things will happen. Mm. So, yeah, mm. I haven't always been resilient to answer your question, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm there. What about you, Ramsey? What's I, think, I think my advice is probably broad. Like, if you... If you're concerned about something, mm. Mm. go to the go to the doctors. If you're unhappy with the answer, bullet them. And mm. nothing's gonna stop you from nothing should stop you from getting the answer. I've got loads of friends with undiagnosed stuff. Mm. Um and they're all just resilient, they all kind of push through. If you're not happy with one opinion, get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I'd definitely echo what you said, Toyin. Um I'd also 
Mm, it's hard to say. Um, yeah, it would just be just bollock your doctor. Because mm. I don't know about you lot, but my GP is a shit. Yeah. You just got to put it on. <laughs> Mine is doing yeah. online. I'm like, COVID ended yeah. a while ago. They still yeah. since you do online. They're very silly. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, no, just be just be resilient. If you're not happy with their opinion, get another opinion and yeah. just carry on pushing through. I don't care how busy they are. Mm. It's your life or your it's your family's life or yeah, just just be selfish. It, as yeah. as weird as that sounds, no. and it sounds horrible, but your family's your family. Take mm-hmm. care. Use your yours and your you own. Have to. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I just mention as well? I think with cancer, so it doesn't just affect females. I think Mel, yeah. you guys yes. should obviously get checked as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they offer mammograms for women as well. So yeah. obviously check yourself. I think with guys, it's so important to also get yourself checked because there are cancers that you guys are um, more prone to getting as well. So I think just everybody in general, especially black people, to be completely yeah. honest, yeah, really exactly. get yourself checked. Well, at least you're going to say that as well. Does the NHS um, like provide additional mammograms for people who are more prone to certain cancers? Or is it just... So like you said, unless you have the um, BRCA1 gene, okay. so unless you've been genetically tested, then yes, I okay. guess they will offer you mammograms. And when you have had cancer, like for example, I go every six months for mammogram. And to be fair, as I said, with my experience, I do still have like my breast surgeon. She does call me. Mm-hmm. And if I have any like scares or anything, I call her and she's like, okay, do you want to come in? So I, they, actually their communication with me has been really good. Um, but I think regardless of that if you feel anything abnormal Mm -hmm. if you're not sure even if it's a headache Mm. because you don't know what symptoms could lead to um cancer or any other type of um conditions so i think just if you feel anything abnormal in your body Mm. don't sweep it under the rug go and get checked go and ask a question I think that's it. Yeah, Almost thank you guys so much. So much We're so proud man. of you. We're proud of you. So I can only yeah, imagine how it feels. Thank you. That's really amazing. Yeah. And cancer will never know you again. And you're going to get the clean. Yeah, it's all going to be great. But yeah. thank you guys for joining us. You. Um, thank if you. If you guys can, it'd be nice to stay the rest of the show. Yes. Thank, thank you for having us. All right, let's get. All right, so our next headline. This is some sad news, man. Um, I'm not sure if you guys heard about the shooting of a, a young boy by the name of Ralph Yarv. Okay? Mm, yeah. Cool. Disgusting. Horrible. So trigger warning here, guys. So a household in the U.S. state of Missouri has been charged with shooting a teenager who rang the wrong doorbell whilst picking up his younger brothers. Andrew Lester, who's 84, has been charged with first-degree assault and armed criminal action. Uh, Mr. Lester, who is white, allegedly shot Ralph Yarl, who's 16, who is black, once in the head, and once in the arm last Thursday night, the boy survived. Thank God for that. Prosecutor said um, there was a racial component to the shooting, obviously. Of course. Yeah. Mr. Lester has not been charged with a hate crime, and charging documents do not describe the alleged racial bias. Sounds about white. Exactly. At a press conference on Monday, Clay County Prosecutor Zachary Thompson said, my message to the community is that in Clay County, we enforce the laws and we follow the laws. That doesn't matter where you come from, what you look like, or how much money you have. Obviously, that's just lies, isn't it? Because they didn't do anything since Thursday. But <coughs> initially, um, police initially detained him, you know, for questioning and let him go. And this sparked proce- um, protests throughout the city on Sunday. On Monday, the protesters gathered outside the suspect's home, chanting black lives are under attack and stand up and fight back. And Mr. Lester's home has also reportedly been vandalized. Personal injury lawyer Benjamin Crump, who's representing the Yard family, said, you can't just shoot people without having justification 
when somebody comes knocking on your door. And knocking your door is not justification. That's what he did, you know? Yeah. That's Wrong it. cows. That's mad, you know? Um, next headline. Um, trigger warning here as well. And at least 185 people have been killed and another 1,800 injured in three days of fighting between rival factions in Sudan, according mm. to the UN's special representative for Sudan. Volker Perthes said on Monday about the violence between the army and the paramilitary forces led by the rival generals, that it's a very fluid situation that it's very difficult to say where the balance is shifting to. Speaking to reporters in New York via video, he also said that the warring sides were not given the impression that they wanted mediation for peace between them right away. The sudden outbreak of violence over the weekend between the nation's two top generals, each backed by tens of thousands of heavily armed fighters, trapped millions of people in their homes or wherever they could find shelter, with supplies running low in many areas. The power struggle pits General Abdel Fattah al-Burhan, who is the commander of the armed forces, against General Mohammed Hamdan Dagalo, who is the head of the RSF, which is the Rapid Support Forces. Um, the former allies joined, jointly orchestrated an October 2021 military coup. The violence has raised the specter of um, civil war just as, Sudanese, just as the Sudanese were trying to revive the drive for a democratic civilian government after decades of military rule. Just seems like they're just going backwards, man. It's a shame. And the last headline, um, <coughs> human rights activists have criticized Ethiopia's continuing recruitment of women for domestic work in Saudi Arabia. Since the 80s, Ethiopians have been flocking to Saudi Arabia, Lebanon, and Kuwait in search of blue-collar sure. jobs, Definitely. mostly arranged by local Ethiopian recruitment agencies That's or sure. human traffickers. You can hear it. This time, the Ethiopian government is overseeing the entire process, including recruitment and advertising. Administrative documents seen by Al Jazeera reveal plans to recruit as many as half a million women between the ages of 18 and 40 to send to Saudi Arabia to work as domestic workers. Mm. In early March, notices be first began appearing on Facebook and on billboards in Ethiopian towns and cities, urging women to register for employment in Saudi Arabia at government offices. We're being told that this is an opportunity of a lifetime, said one recruit who was attending a session in the northern Amhara region. The person also said, I was told that this was a quicker path to success in life than in school. Than school. So yeah, man, it seems like some wholesale, um, yeah, just, it's, it's sad, man. Mm. Africa, man, one day, <laughs> hopefully soon, they'll fix up, you know. But <laughs> that's the end of the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into word and word. Right. So you guys remember I reported about um, Jonathan Majors and the allegations against him about violence, domestic violence against his ex-girlfriend. Um, and then his team thought it was a good idea to put them text messages out. They must hate him. They have to. But his um, talent manager, they've now separated. They don't represent him anymore. Oh, serious? Yeah, I don't think that's a good look. Hmm. Yeah, so basically they they basically dropped him as a... As a client, they've parted ways. Um, he's due in court on the 8th of May. So that will be um, interesting to see. But, yeah, man, they've just, they no longer work with him. He's got a court case against yeah. against a girl. Yeah. Well, the same one that they released the Texas for. Yeah. That's not going to go down too well in court, is it? Them texts were bad, you know. Yeah. I don't know why they, because the text basically read, you did it, but I told them you didn't do it. I'm sorry for initially saying that you did it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they thought that was a good look. 
Hate to see it, man. But um, yeah, so they've got um, I mean, obviously they claimed that the, when it all happened, they claimed that they've got that allegedly she, re she recanted her statement, and I guess that's probably why they thought it was a good idea to put the text out. But that just showed that you know this did under pressure. Um, and they claim also to have video footage and all that kind of stuff. So I guess all of that will be presented in court. So um, yeah, when the case starts, I'll keep an eye on all of that stuff. But as as of the moment, he and his, his entertainment firm have decided that you know they will not be doing that. And his PR as well, his PR firm last month mm. stopped working with him. It's not looking good at all. Like at all. But um, it'd be interesting to see if he's got any works, anything that he was filming. If that's still gonna go ahead and come out, but I don't know. I'll keep you guys updated. And what is next on my list? Oh, Frank Ocean. Oh God, Frank Ocean's been trending because obviously the Coach Coachella happened over the weekend and stuff, <clears throat> and he was due to perform. So apparently, right, he had this iced figurine that was meant to be on the stage while he's performing. It was like a whole thing, all of that stuff, mm. and um, apparently in the morning he decided <clears throat> that he didn't want that anymore. So now they have to figure out how to melt the ice <laughs> and um, revamp the stage and all of that stuff. And so what then ended up happening was then he ended up being really late for his performance. And then because he, he was like, a, I think like an hour, definitely minimum an hour late. And then because obviously he was late, they've got curfew or whatever. Yeah. Then he ended up finishing even earlier. And then... You hear him saying, oh, guys, I've been told that, you know, I need to I need to leave now. It's curfew, so I'm um, sorry, that's the end of the performance. And obviously, people, you can hear people booing and stuff. Yeah. And also, people are saying how... And he was meant to be live-streamed. And he also said he didn't want any of that happening. But, okay, let me tell you, I'm basically, I want to read this um, festival page. Yeah. What, they yeah. kind of had an insight as to what had happened. So follow me, it's a bit of a paragraph. When you see see more on people's tweets, I really hate that feature. <laughs> I hate it. But anyways, so he says, um, I've been speaking with sources about what, about exactly what transpired and how things went so far downhill Sunday for Frank Ocean and Coachella. So here you go. The stage production was supposed to and did contain an ice rink that was constructed and ready to go. Frank decided at the last minute that he no longer wanted it, wanted it at all. All of the people walking around him at the start of the performance were actually ice skaters, had been practicing for weeks and were supposed to be skating as part of the production. Coachella had to deconstruct the approved stage, which had been planned and signed off for months in advance, plus melt the, the entire ice rink and then set it up how Frank decided today with no warning, which is what you ended up seeing and caused our long delay. This all happened when doors had already opened for Sunday and people were securing their spots to see him. If the last minute changes weren't made, he wouldn't have performed at all, leaving the festival without a closing headliner. Frank also personally pulled the plug at the last second on a live stream, which left a very sour taste in many inside Coachella mouths. Ultimately, and I quote, it just didn't seem to be, it just didn't seem like he wanted to be there and was, but was obligated to be. Everything, mm -hmm. including him, fell, fell apart last minute. Don't expect to see any coverage from the festival about the sets, something that is unprecedented in the history of Coachella. The relationship mm -hmm. is not in a good place right now. I am hearing from the streets so that there was a girl the people's champion, she live streamed the whole thing. <laughs> 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 so people were on insta, insta live doing it. And TMZ did report as well that apparently, allegedly he had like a foot injury or something, mm. which is why then he then had to change <laughs> stuff around and whatever. But then people are also saying, um, 
Because obviously, you've got Frank Ocean fans who, like, really, like, if that man released Silence, they'd be like, oh my gosh, it's the yeah. best Silence they've released. Do you get me? They released Blonde. Yeah, so, true. That is true. They thought that was the best thing ever. Oh, they, they loved it. What's Blonde? Blonde is it's... an album with no drums. <laughs> yeah, it was album. He, he had to release it because of his label, mm. and it was more like a there, and it was just. No, that was the other one, isn't it? Boys Don't Cry or something. There was another one? No, Boys Don't <laughs> Cry was the one he tricked the. The label the man them with okay. Blonde was his actual hit. Like, oh, this is it. Like, this is my masterpiece. Oh, and you know what? I think that is what made me say yeah, People need to stop putting pressure on artists to release stuff. Like, I feel like if Rihanna release tomorrow, it's gonna be dead. Mm. Mm. Stop putting pressure on them because people were making the most noise about Frank Ocean releasing. Then he did. Then you start listening to it, one listen to like, oh, this is crap. I said <laughs> after you've been what, begging him for years. Blonde. Yeah. No, Blonde. I saw a lot of reviews about nah, that. Nah, Blonde's got a huge cult following. Like he dropped, he just dropped, he's dropped the vinyls for it like twice. Really? They sell out like hotcakes, madness. Oh, that's sick. Mad quick. I just think the album's trash. <laughs> Everyone thinks the album's great. But to add to that story, yeah. they're lucky he even showed up. I don't think he was going to show up. Yeah, because basically people were trying to say that he's... Because oh, obviously he's grieving his brother and apparently oh. he did say something about um, he and his brother used to come to Coachella that that was their oh. thing. Okay. So he'd actually previously said that that was their thing. So I, I reckon like being there... Because that's the thing with grief. It's so random. Mm. You just don't... Like you're good one day. You're mm. good in a second. The next second, you could be having the worst day of your life. Yeah. So I feel like him being there it would have been a trigger for him because mm. really and truly his brother would have been there yeah. like rooting for him front mm. front and centre kind of thing. So I feel like that would have been a trigger for him because when he was, from the clips I've seen, when he's singing, he's not singing from his, like, you can see that he's, you can just see that like, he's having a bad day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like grief does that. And obviously he's been very outspoken about dealing with like mental health, um, like troubles and stuff like that. I give, I give all the grace there is when it comes to grief because grief is just not, don't matter how many years goes by, like yeah. it just it takes you when it takes you. Mm. So I feel like if it is that, and he has said it, that he and his brother are Coachella was their thing. Like the weekends, that was their thing. Mm. And obviously his brother passed away like two years ago, mm. two, three years ago from a car crash. So that'll be it. But he did mention that he's got a new album coming out. So um, I guess the Oceaners, they can they can mm. look forward to that. I don't know if that's what he calls them, but <laughs> like Oceaners. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you guys to use that. Um but yeah, but he's been getting cooked. Again, cut, cut. But obviously, his hive, they're supporting him. Yeah, he's got a huge. Like, drive. his cult following is. He's been moving like Lauren Hill for a long time in regards to concerts. Yeah, do you know what's mad? I would want to see Lauren Hill in concert, but I just don't have time. Like, mm. I don't have time for people acting stupid over my money. Yeah. Because mm. I'm sorry, what, is, what do you mean you're two hours? What does that mean? <laughs> what does up. that mean? She doesn't even show up. Like, even like huh? Mo Steph. He... <laughs> so, people bought tickets to go see Mo Steph. It's Mo Steph. He just came and played drums. What? what does that mean? He played drums. Or he played some... My, my boy went to go see him and he played drums 45 minutes and then bounced. <laughs> when you deal with these creatives... No, you need to be throwing... Like I'm, I'm done with concerts. Nah, we need to be throwing things at them. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I would actually... I need to go with military boots that I can... That are disposable. You know when you go to sports direct? You know the back, back, the hikers, hikers section? <clears throat> them boots have been licking off their heads no. because what does that... Mean. I'm dashing, I'm dashing. Is he a drummer? I'm dashing in mugs. No. <laughs> no, he's not a drummer. Does, he, so he has songs. He's a rapper. <laughs> he's You're a rapper and you just came to drum. I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't subscribe to you for drumming reasons and you're coming here to showcase a talent. Insane. That I didn't know you had. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> nah. It's mad. And then what's crazy is that the people that like, the papa stands mm-hmm. will be like, how entitled of you guys. Like, I'm seeing people calling. The people that complain about um, Frank Ocean's Coachella, 
I'm seeing his stand saying that they're entitled. He was an hour late. He performed a very short set. And he just said, he didn't apologize. He just said, oh, I've been told it's curfew time. Um, get him safe. I don't think he even wished them safety on their way home. He just said, I've got to go. And then people yeah. are complaining about that and they're saying they're entitled. Don't you remember no, what happened when he did um, to Camp Flognor, the Tyler Creators no. Festival? He didn't show up. And instead... Who would you have? <laughs> nah, even I remember. Who was it again? It was Drake, bro. Drake showed up and then Drake got booed by the Frank Ocean. Drake. Yeah, they don't care for Drake, though. <laughs> nah, you're right, but if I had to get Frank Ocean... And yeah. Then, mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Drake, but he charges an arm and a leg. But, but I don't know what's wrong with this artist. I remember as well, years ago, Wireless, when D- it, was, it said DJ Khaled, yeah. So obviously I pay attention in it. Back then I really love Wireless, so it said DJ Khaled. When I bought my tickets, mm-hmm. I bought a ticket to see DJ Khaled and... Friends. Then over <coughs> the month, that's the weeks were going by. I clocked. They tried to remove the and friends. <laughs> they just said DJ Khaled. I'm like, right, that's cool. And that was when DJ Khaled was like on Snapchat, like when Snapchat was his thing. Mm. And then at the time, I followed him on Snapchat, and I think this was there. I unfollowed him. And I went on there. And this man is in a pool. And you know when he used to do the whole like, you know, like, God, like God blessed and you know just enjoy life and do the stupid motivations. This man was shirtless, and this was his bigger days. Shirtless, belly out in a pool. And I was like, you don't look, this is not the UK. <laughs> and then Wireless was like, oh, by the way, he's not coming anymore. Imagine. And I that's, said, yeah, that's unfair. It was mad. And obviously, people were like, who's going to come? But I had met a guy the day before. So I got inside, <laughs> <laughs> I got inside information that it was Drake. Okay. And I was like, that's great. It's Drake and all, but. It's not DJ Khaled. Yeah, because yeah. I remember like when DJ Khaled did the whole thing, like he was meant to you bring Drake. You happier. You happier. No, because he was DJ Khaled was, was gonna bring more friends, friends than just Drake. People. I just got Drake. <laughs> no, but you know what's mad? I was gonna get no, but you know what's I was gonna get DJ Khaled with Drake anyway. Oh, okay, okay. And then I think Nicki Minaj, like there was a lot of artists that were like, oh, we're gonna be there, like, cause he was tagging them and whatever. Oh, okay. Then we just went to Drake. Okay. And I'll be honest, I, I've heard enough from Drake. <laughs> no, but uh, for just, one, last, for just one lifetime. A, just as a, if I had to lose one and get another, I'm, fair, I'm, I would I'm rather not, Drake than yeah, Ti or something. I'm not the biggest Drake fan. <laughs> yeah. I went to Wireless when I saw Kanye, and Ka- oh, yeah. this is when Kanye was masked down, like running. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I preferred Drake than to have a guy shout at me for twenty. Yeah, minutes. wasn't it? He did it. He did it. Did it? Rant that day. Yeah, he was doing rants. Just he was going for like a whole thing. Rants Even like, that, like, wh- why? I like a little, cute little motivational speech. You get I me? Mean? I like a, I like mm. a, oh, this is what inspired me to write mm. this song. Do you mind? J Cole does that, mm. but he doesn't carry. He doesn't bang on about it. But I love J Cole, so maybe other people might think he's banging on. But mm. I like a, I like a pre, you know, a little story to and warm up the it. song. Do you yeah. mean the beat drops? It's, a, it's all part of the experience. But yeah. I'm not trying to listen to you banging on, and on. And on about life. I think I'm done with concerts. Are you? It's tiring, yeah. I don't like being around that many people. It is a lot. Mm. Yeah, there's always someone doing something stupid. And the song sounds different to... Like, I love Jill Scott. Okay, Jill Scott's my babes. Like, I love her. That's wife. Yeah. I love Jill Scott. And she's coming... your wife watching this (laughs) Funny enough, so... Never mind. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you might not want She's coming to London uh, this year. Okay. And usually I'll be, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I just... I can't be bothered. I don't know about you lot. What's the last concert you went to? Or who did you see? Um, I think it might. It wasn't even a concert. I think I was going to like a tribute thing. I don't know if you know someone called Jay Diller, like a producer. Mm-hmm. He was like a big producer back in the day, like 90s. was big on like Tribe Called Quest, Slum Village, like all that kind of thing. I went mm-hmm. to their tribute thing. Now, big up Zainab, your music knowledge is 
Mm. Nah, Zinnab's a proper, like, she was on nah, music, sick, like, yeah. Garage, she used to have me dance as well, but we're not going to go on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, she, she put me proper, like, uh, on music, so I went there to, like, the tribute thing, and I just, I was looking around, and I was like, this is long. Yeah, I, I would only see artists that I actually really care about. Who's the last person I saw? I think it was Davido. Mm. Chris, Chris Brown! Oh, yeah, Chris oh Brown. the heck? <laughs> that was the best thing ever. Let me read. No, he's <laughs> Chris, yeah, the Chris Brown's the whole thing. That's just a few it, weeks it, ago. It, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Beautiful. Beautiful scenes. But um, what am I talking about? Um, was that my last thing? Hold on. No, it's not. Bloody hell. Basically, the royal, there's royal family beef. Um, <laughs> another one. But basically, I think this is very cheeky. That's why I'm reporting on it. Because you know, I don't really care about the people. But Camilla, in my opinion, has the audacity to, be act, to act shocked that mm. Harry painted her to be a villain in, in his book. You're the mm. stepmom. First of all, okay, first, let's walk through it. First of all, yeah, my dad was cheating with you when my <laughs> mom was alive. Mm-hmm. Really and truly, if we, deep, if we deep dive enough, you've got one of the reasons why my mom, you know, is no longer here, but you're going to act shocked. And then you turned around, you went from side chick to... To main chick. To main chick, which <laughs> is... Pick up the side chicks around the world. You can make it too. It's an inspiring story for the side chicks. It's, it's something to look. For. It's just something to look to. Disrespectful. But yeah. it's wild. It's so, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And then you don't think you're gonna be the villain in my book. She was always the main though. Was she? Yeah, she was just hidden. She went like the nah, side. No, but you're hidden now. Nah. <laughs> no, it was the main guest. Yeah, but it was, it, no, it was the dynamics. Like Diana's known since she's been with Charles from Quay that he loves Camilla. Like that she yeah, ain't gonna have Charles without Camilla. He's known that. But obviously she was, I don't know what the dynamics was. Obviously yeah. she got picked to be the, the, the front of the house. Was you she think for image wise or she was like... Who, yeah, because yeah, it was, it was, no, it was the portrayal. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about Diana and Camilla? Yeah, but it wasn't... Look, he's Diana Dan, was a Camilla image. Camilla's his thing, bro. He loved... Camilla was a Forget scene. Diana. He loves Camilla. He's loved Camilla from the second yeah. he met her, bro. Camilla's what? his thing. What does he love about Like, what does she do? Like, is she like... Is it like the Bill, down, Bill, right? Bill Clinton type thing? Like, is she? Oh, she... I think that's love. Is it? That, that's never no, the love of his life. Like, but he wasn't like, allowed. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, allowed. Yeah, because yeah. she was divorcee, and at the time she was, yeah, she was divorcee, and she, she just wasn't clean. She was mm. tainted. Mm. Yeah, but Diana, God rest her soul. That Camilla's his spice. thing, bro. Like, she is, but spice. he didn't. But that's not where his heart was. Yeah, yeah. He's dumb. He's so stupid. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. You can't say he married Diana, so she was the main. Diana was upset in her marriage, and Diana knew that my husband's heart is with this. Yeah. Mm. No, but yeah. you know what it is. So front though? facing, yes, for the public. Okay, yeah. cool, main. But in her heart of heart, she knows. She, knew. Oh, right. you know she wasn't even sad. Mm. Yeah. She was not even. But that's the thing though, because for me, yeah, if I was Camilla, you need to love me enough. He was clapped anyway. Look at him. There <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. There yeah, it was. That's what I'm saying. Look at her. <laughs> they look like each other. They suit. They do. They really do. Zana was a babe. She's a top babe. But for me, yeah, I feel like he who gets in the household and gets the ring. Well, is the main whether you're treated like the main or not you're the main because mm. again you should have loved her side enough to make her the main in my opinion mm. a man can't tell me you know you're my real main but I'm the one kept in secret you must be high on crack but you know their family though it's all so arranged so he probably didn't even have a say in that yeah I think mm. his yeah, I think yeah, his mum if you watch the crown tells you the real tea yeah. and he, everything the crown but, says but he won though like, imagine getting a eventually and you sorted out with Diana and you had Camilla we think yeah, he won. Yeah, because he got no, to be fair, he got the best of both worlds because he was cheating all the time. On their wedding day, with his wedding day with Diana, he got a customized he got customized jewelry for Camilla and Diana found it. 
keep telling you, Zog, the crown's got the tea. I, I don't know much, but it's <laughs> mad. I, I, I try not to pay So she found it thinking it was a present for her, yeah. Mm. Opened it, it was for mm. Diana. And then the cufflinks he wore was a gift from Camilla on his wedding day. You think you're going to wear that suit? Okay. It's mad. It's a shame, yeah. Diana knew, but I guess for, and because obviously she didn't come from a rich family, I don't think. So I guess, Who arranged marriage. Yeah. She come from a decent family. Yeah, yeah but like arranged marriage though. I feel like it she wasn't did. arranged. She, she consented that. What, to Charles? Yeah. Charles had her sister first, bro. Oh yes, I remember. And then he yeah. saw Diana walk past. Yeah, and he said, nah. What? I'm need that. <laughs> I that, keep that, that like. Watch the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <close laughs> no, it's at, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. The wow. crown does cover that. He was talking to he was talking to um the sister, mm -hmm. the one he was dating, and then he saw um Diana walk past, the clocked eyes, the eyes met, and then he just that's who he went for What's then. the point of being king if you can't chop sisters, man? He's only recently become king though, isn't it? <laughs> 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 that was the point, you know. But anyways, yeah, so she's upset here yeah, that um he paints her in his book at to be the villain, mm. but a while ago, he did say, well, in his book as well, he says about how he remembers him and him and the other bold one um, saying, begging, basically begging their father not to marry um, marry Camilla. And then he also said that um, he had fears of her being like a wicked stepmother and she was going to like maltreat them and stuff like that. And then also, um, what well, I was going to say something, I just literally forgot. So basically, she's upset in it. She's upset about him writing the truth about how he felt about her. And I don't, I don't think that, I don't know what she's upset about. If the shoe fits, sis, and it is <laughs> like it does. They were always gonna hate her. Exactly, so I don't know. Yeah. She's confused. Like, used to hate this oh yeah, that's woman. what he said. Yeah. He said basically like she was leaking stories to the press. Mm. So while he was with Diana and stuff, and then while Diana passed away, um, she would always leak stories to the media, and she's upset at that allegation. But sis. Sometimes kids you know, do. you know, kids see everything, and they're so in tune with what's going on. This is when people say kids are bad vibes, I'm like, no, they just don't like you. Yeah, they, yeah. they recognize bad vibes in you. I need to watch The Crown, you know? Yeah, no, The Crown too. is I juicy. Yeah, me too. I need to watch the last never, season. I've never watched it. I've never, yeah. yeah. The Crown is juicy. My, my wife kind of knows a bit, but I don't know nothing. Nah. I don't know. I didn't know anything about them until I watched The Crown. Now yeah. I just think it's gospel. That's the, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they did that. It's probably like, if it's like how the queen came into being a queen, mm. her dad, like even, um, who was her husband? Well, I look like he needed a bit of concealer. Philip, that's it. Like, even like them in together, he was, he was in the world. His man. I mean, like, he was the whole thing. Mm. It's proper, it's really, really interesting. But I, knew, I was always looking forward to the Diana um, one. It, and it's yeah. funny because there was, I think Diana's the fourth season, I, I believe. And all the seasons leading up to Diana's one, the royal family never said anything. When Diana's um, season was going to come out, they were like, oh, we disapprove of this, try to take them to court, everything. And they made, they made a whole thing to make it, to tell people that, oh, this is all fiction and it's not true. And I was like, oh, really now? But the one they were praising the queen, the other ones, they was, that was true, wasn't it? Wow. It was crazy, man. But yeah, man, Camilla, um, you just got to take that L because you did that. Allegedly. But yeah, that is all from me. Let's get into people's journal. <laughs> All right, people. So welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. First thing I want to um, remind the people about yeah, is the whole National Mobile Phone Emergency Alert Test. Oh, you yeah, it's Sunday. Yeah. I think I heard about it. Okay. Sorry, what? The National um, Mobile Phone Emergency Alert Test. Mobile phone? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get a text 
setting an alarm on your phone on the 23rd of, yes, where is it? 23rd of April. So it's basically, it's going to be 10 seconds of sound and vibration at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And basically every phone, every smartphone. It's 10 o'clock in the afternoon? 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock. And um, yeah, uh, yes, you're going to get an alarm, isn't it? It's going to go through that. It's going through that. Yeah. Even if I put my phone off. No, I, so basically, you can actually um, silence and do something to it. Mm. Yeah. They, they didn't want to scare everybody in it. But what they're saying is, you should still get like some type of notification or whatever in it. But if your phone is like a normal thingy, mm. you're going to get like. What's a, the purpose? Like, what is it? What's it's basically just for like, say there's an emergency about mm. something. Like, you know, in certain countries, like in America, if there's an earthquake, if something's yeah. happening, yeah. Storm <clears> alarms and stuff. Yeah, like one that. of them things. Just to alert the public all at once, basically. So they're just testing out okay. the future. Don't you think that will send panic through the land? Yeah, but that's, that's why they're trying to tell everybody. Funny funny you say that, because a lot of people are saying, look, um, they should kind of leave out the pensioners, isn't it? Why? Nah, <laughs> they definitely they, they make their alarm <laughs> they, louder. They, they may panic, innit? And start, yeah, but they know. Yeah, they let them know. <laughs> yeah. I heard yeah, another but, thing about that. They said, mm. everyone's got outraged about everything. I think this one yeah. just but They said that, uh, in regards to domestic abuse victims, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, that's true. That yeah. they it might be it might hot up their phones, which yeah. I never even considered. That's mm. true. Same here. Those that is what's sad. sad. Those who may have like their second hidden phone, phones, yeah. hidden phones. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Hopefully they're hearing this then, isn't it? So that they can obviously try and, <laughs> and hide, you know, it. And hide but it. Hopefully they get off. out of the domestic abuse yeah, situation of first. <laughs> 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 of there is that. Yeah. Of course, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, 23rd on the Sunday, three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, for the rest of you guys, obviously Ramsey is a a good um, eater. He's a you know You're serious vegan. person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to. That's say why he's that. a good eater. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had suya? Suya. I've actually got suya seasoning. My God, I haven't okay. tried suya. Yeah, I cook yeah. a lot and I bake a lot. Do you? Mm. Okay. And you couldn't bring us no baked I treats. was, I, I promise you I was. I promise you I was, but work was a madness yesterday. And I was fasting, I'm fasting. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, fine, okay. Yeah. That's you don't it. have to eat though. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, next time. I would like him to taste it. <laughs> you know what, I'm so confident in my cooking, I'm sure it'll be all right. Really? That's yeah. sick, I love it. I wasn't going to, but I have to give him props. I tasted one of his cakes before, innit? Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah, pause. I think... <laughs> I thought you were going to say yeah, he, but he just said that you're an eater you didn't say on then huh? he just said that you're an eater and you didn't say pause <laughs> who said that? he said it he said Ramsey is an eater oh that. I didn't <laughs> cut that yeah you're good, correct alright pause pregnant pause <laughs> sorry good eater please <laughs> <laughs> oh, <glad to> <laughs> go on just say anyway, that yes. <laughs> what, what did you eat I say all of that to say free range eggs are going to be back on the market that's all did it go off yeah market. so ba- <laughs> basically um there was this whole uh, bird flu restrictions in it, Ugh. so they kind of stopped that type of thing in it because they were free range eggs. Are you sure? It says free range on your <laughs> packet. I think you have to check. Maybe you need the extra free. What's the difference between the free range <laughs> eggs that they run around outside? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I like that. I like my I like my birds. Uh, know about nature. <laughs> I don't like them caged up. I think maybe there was just like, a limited supply in it. Okay. Yeah, but now this basically. Kind of removed. Are the free range? Are the are free range eggs different? Yeah, yeah. they're nicer. That's what they say. And they're cleaner. What do you mean nicer? Mm-hmm. They're cleaner. 
you don't see all sorts of particles in the egg. Yeah, that you're like seeing. you know when you crack an egg and there's blood inside mm. or like. So yeah. Where are you mm. buying eggs from? Blood in egg. Organic eggs. You're not buying cheap, cheap eggs. Nah. You're not buying cheap eggs. Yeah. It's cleaner. Nah, man. You whip them, whip them up. When you scramble, you trying to. If I scramble eggs for you, you ain't gonna. You ain't gonna. Oh, see that. Nah, yeah, I will be able to tell you. You're no, you're not. So uncultured. You are. <laughs> what? I will be able to tell you. It don't taste different. It tastes different. It does. I, the way you I cook, you not. You won't. You won't be able to know. You what, know if I make, a, if I make your omelette, if I make your omelette, you're not going to tell me. You're not going to tell me what what egg it was. I used to have chickens in the backyard. It tastes different. That's when you cultivated your own eggs. Brent, you're telling me the man them or the guys the farms. The ones that mix them up. Brent, if I make you if I, I make your omelette, you're not gonna be able to tell me what egg it is. It's different. Uh, Alright, that's new. Brent, content. That's new content if I make you your omelette, you're not gonna be able to tell me what eggs I use, bro. No, no way. Wait, wait. If you make me one with the bollocks ones and buns are the good ones, I can tell you which ones are good ones. <laughs> Alright, we need you to can, do that. You need to yeah, test that out. Firstly, yeah, I don't know what do bollocks. Even, I, I don't know. Do I don't know what bollocks eggs is. I've never, I've never opened egg and seen blood and thing. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, firstly, let me just tell you like that. So I don't know what bollocks eggs are. I'm just talking about free range or no range. Yeah, you can taste difference. That just means that free range and no range. You 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 haven't cooked both. What do you mean? You haven't cooked with both. Cooked with all of them. What eggs do you buy? What? What eggs do you buy? Any rascal egg I want. There you go. Just picks up anything. Don't you? He's not listening. Your eggs are caged. All right. All right. This is is egg myth. They're all the same. They're all the same. Thank you. They're all the same. They're not all the same. I thought you were going to tell me six months. Day, oh, okay. Back in the day, it was a madness. Like, I wasn't like, you should go Burger King get triple whopper super milk. I bet you never heard of that. Huh? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was on the menu. Only the man on that work that you go there, triple whopper super milk, was literally three whoppers. Okay. I see why Brent said what he said earlier. What? secret menu. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, so, do you think the same with free range chicken? Sorry, what? Do you think the same with free range chicken? What, the ones that walk around or that? Corn fed? <laughs> All of them. Corn fed is I, different. I, can you taste the difference? What, in a corn fed chicken? Yes. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Good. At least you know. Alright. Lies. Say it's lies. None of you look good tell. <laughs> what do you mean? Alright, so, so. Can you tell the difference between tofu and cardboard? <laughs> Huh? Well, for the record, yes. <laughs> Jay Gordon. Yes. What's man talking about? <laughs> Don't matter how you dress it up. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? No. Just, you know what? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to change you on that. Yeah. Everyone says the same thing about vegans. Oh, you only eat bread and cardboard. What do you season your your stuff with, my guy? Why well, is it the same seasoning? You're saying. Exactly. So you'd never take like a chicken and then put it in the oven with no season on it. No, you wouldn't. You're yeah, but if food. I season cauliflower, like I'm aware that it's not wings. No, I'm not saying to replace it. I'm okay. saying to enhance the taste. None mm. of you like getting chicken and yeah, boiling it, it or putting it in the oven or frying it. Yeah, no, it's it the seasoning that makes, the, that makes it taste nice. Exactly. Yeah, but then also the meat makes it taste, taste nice. nice. Yeah. Of course. But no, it's not. It's not, <laughs> it's not that. I'm not saying... Ain't no pause on my side. No, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is that you're using plants to season your food is basically what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, but do you know what? I told you guys about that time I had that stupid wow. barbecue vegan wings and it's cauliflower. Oh, don't tell me it's yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, was huh? it? Was it, was it, was it, was it was no, I, I was... No, Basically, it was chicken wings, right? It was advertised to me as chicken wings. <laughs> when I bit into it, it was cauliflower. 
And though it was seasoned, it's just not the same. It wasn't meat. So, yeah. seasoned or not, I need the meat yeah. to carry the seasoning. You're correct. And I'll never I say like anything. Yeah, like people trying to make hot dogs with carrots. Like, they pissed me off. Like, that, that stuff needs to stop. I said, did you see a woman online and she made, um, what did she make? I think it was cabbage. And she made drumsticks. I saw that on Instagram. And she rubber wrapped and it looked like it was the shape of a drumstick. And I just thought, if I bit Oh, she kept that, wrapping the, the, the yeah. cabbage around the stick. And, then and I thought, if I have a bit, I'll throw it. Foolish head. woman. Very silly. Proper foolishness. Terrible. Yes. Uh, next thing. Junior doctors are striking, man. Which unfortunately has led to more than 196,000 hospital, hospital appointments being cancelled. Damn. Yeah, man. But again, junior doctors, they need their money, man. They're not yeah. getting paid enough. They're not getting paid enough at all. And um, <clears throat> again, the government's just expecting them to just do what they signed up yeah. to do, innit? Which isn't really fair, man. So definitely supporting the junior doctors out there today. Um, also, and this is a crazy one, yeah. Um, apparently, there's going to be new rules um, from Ofgem to basically ban the forcible instalment of prepayment energy meters in homes of customers over 85. Why would they They're be going to force them? No, they're banning the forcing of it. Why would they be enforcing the first in the first place? Yeah, they yeah. keep trying to force me to have a yeah. meter. Yeah, imagine. Well, electric one or pay prepaid. They want me to have a prepaid. They're you know onto me. You know what I'm saying? But you see, obviously, with the over 85s now, the pensioners, they can't do nothing. So they're just going mm. into their houses mm. and changing mm. things for them. That's how I would. And yeah. you know, they just, they wouldn't really understand. It's not right, man. It's not right. It's sad. Um, yeah. Uh, next thing is uh, Cardiff. Obviously, uh, we've got a lot of TDA listeners in Cardiff. Big up them. Big up them. Um, unfortunate news, though. Uh, the council is considering um, bringing in this horrible congestion charge, man. Oh. Same thing that we suffer here. They want to bring to Cardiff, apparently. But they are saying that um, what well, Cardiff Council is saying, um, if they do that, they will um, basically make bus fares one pound. See, so they're going to reduce it. So Dick Khan didn't do that. Exactly. That's exactly. Good. Yeah. So they're not. They're not saying for definite they're going to do it. Um, the scheme uh, could take up to five years to implement anyway. Mm. But what they're saying is, if they do do it, they will try and put certain things in place to kind of. Balance things in it, mm. but who knows how long that will last? Lucky them, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Very. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it for the People's Journal. Thank you. Thank you very much. Let's get into our next headlines. All right, so this next one, Brent, if you don't mind, yeah. Do you miss m- eating meat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you vegans go on like, like you all made the best decision ever because it tastes better. It doesn't. Talk to me. Both of you meet meat uh, first. Are you, are you first off, yeah, pause that in it. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> meatless. Meatless. <laughs> what was the question? I'm confused. Do you miss it? Do you miss a chicken wing? I'll be lying. Nah, chicken wing not so much. But there's there's definitely food that I do miss eating. Because obviously what? Morocco. When this I go is there, it? yeah, You're from Morocco. Yeah, it's peak when I go there. <laughs> you still have the best pancakes, by the way. I'm so bored of it. I'm so Gosh. bored of it. I'm so bored of it. Um, but yeah, oh. no, when I go there, it's peak. I got to bring my own stuff and I got to cook my own stuff. They got yeah. like, it? yeah, they got alternatives. It's mm. just not as 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 um prevalent I mean, there as as it is mm. here. Like the way Brent's looking at me. You only have one life to live, man. <laughs> but no, my my food, I do it from a health standpoint. My wife does it as more of an ethics standpoint. But mm. mine oh, really? is okay. yeah. So, oh, so my gosh, is your kid raised? Yeah, being raised vegan. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a big boy. Mashallah, big big boy. Um, so you're kissing your teeth each time it is that you sit down to eat. What do you mean? 
You said you do it from a, a health standpoint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You don't yeah, even no, do it because you... Hey, oh, Brent, you I think you're hot. Right, 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 I, right, I, I can cook, you know. 100%. I can whip. Cook uh, what? You don't even cook proper food. Don't talk about they can cook. Man, ain't even cooking food, you know. What can you cook? food. Everything, bro. Next time I bring cakes over, get one that's not vegan, one that's vegan, and you try both. You've done that. One is busy. You can bake. He's not a baker. So when it is you said you can cook, he's like, he's not a baker. You can bake and cook, whatever you want, whatever. It's not that deep. It is. He shifts up. It's not that deep to him. It's nothing to him. It's light work to him. Yeah, you're saying that, but you're a vegan guy saying that to me. Oh my gosh, when you have parties, do you have family parties? So you have to just cater vegan. What do you mean? If you have family parties, you say what you mean a lot, don't you? To get clarity, mm. so I can answer properly. But he's only, you clock yeah, that, he's only done that. So you have time to respond. Yeah. <laughs> well, do, you know what's do you know what, if you clock this only with a vegan <laughs> question. <laughs> he didn't do it to the interview part. You said cater. Yeah, no, so when you have a part, when you throw parties, at like family mm-hmm. parties, mm-hmm. are you only catering yeah, bruv. vegan? Yeah, because you're really? in my yard. Yes. I'm bringing a KFC pack lunch. Yeah, because you're in my house. Oh, shit. No way. No, oh. <laughs> there's no way on the weekend is vegan. No, 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 no. Oh, I was gonna say. You <laughs> <laughs> gonna pull out? <laughs> pull out <laughs> that one. <laughs> go go your own stick, wait. <laughs> That's oh wow, okay. I do like the commitment, but um, I do consider vegans in the, the, over the weekend actually. Mm. I woke up with the, like the worst period of pain in my life, and I said, "Damn, I'm not gonna eat meat anymore." <laughs> and I was like, "No, nah, I don't miss it." I just took me off and I was like, I don't miss any. You know Ethiopians? Anyway, yeah. I heard that is have nice though. vegan food. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Ethiopians, they have very nice yeah, I never vegan food. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just so dripping, it's just wet. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's all wet. I see them put it in. I He's see someone go to the Ethiopian vegan. You don't know what it is. It's just all different colours and yeah. sauces. It's all wet. It's beautiful. Lentils, spinach, potatoes. I'm not a big curry babies anyway, so. I don't like curry. I'm allergic. What? I'm not You're allergic to curry because it's got dairy in it. So you oh, really? So you yeah, it gives me like hives and stuff. What, so what's your favorite food? Yeah. Wait, wow. wait, one second. So I said I don't eat curry. <laughs> 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 is that where it stops? Is that where it stops? Let's explore this. Let's explore this. Wait, what? No curry? What do you eat, bro? That's a large. Can you have curry? Oh, that's the season. Yeah. Oh, the curry is the thing. So, what do you eat then? One second, I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm lost. No, I'm lost, bro. I'm lost, bro. Like, why are you talking to me like this? Because like, I don't eat curry, bro. That's, what, that's, that's Indian food. Yeah. That's, uh, what, Caribbean food? So stew. No, it's just one stew. Well, curry chicken just one dish in the Caribbean. Yeah. You said curry. You said curry. Curry right? goal. And I don't really like curry goal. I rather cook, I, I like them to stew my goal. I just have it stewed without the curry. Ah, see, we just, mm. when you know I was in stew seven years ago, yeah. crazy for curry goal. Is that one of the things you miss? Great, yeah. That, I don't care what any vegan It could rival really pepper steak. Stewed goat is leng. It don't need mm. no curry in it. Just nah, stew down some goat. It is brazy. Mm. You get know what I'm saying? I'm just not a, I'm not a curry fan. Like that. Yeah. All them yeah, crazy katsus and all that. Even if I went to crazy the Indian. <laughs> if I went to the Indian, I'd probably do, I like the dry stuff. I've learned, like, I've tried I it and all that. But like, it's not. Anything that's too saucy, yes, yeah, too soupy. I anything know, that's too saucy is not my story. Why I don't care what swimming? cuisine oh, is. I don't yeah. care if Africa, Jamaica, I China. Like I don't business where it's from. Mm. If there's too much wetness and sauce going on, it's not must. I don't. I'm, I'm not here like, for it. Like mm. something could be crawling in that I wouldn't know. Yeah, it's like, swimming. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what are we doing here? But like, yeah. so, but sauce wise in general, we don't mind like chito. 
I'm, yeah, but I'm like not. as a side, I don't like the sauce to be or soup to be the main. Oh, no, really? I, don't, I, don't, I don't fuck with soup anyway. My no. wife cooks soup. It's disrespectful. Don't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like soup. Two for two. Yeah, <laughs> you like making notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only soup I like is um, pepper soup. Nigerian pepper soup. Okay. Mm. I feel like that's so bland. Like it's just soup. That's, I how need. Spicy it is. I need <laughs> flavor in there. I need stew. I like stew. My stew. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not because even when I have like stew with rice and whatever, I don't have that much. Even mm. when I, I don't like jollof rice with stew either, it's very chaotic mm. for me. Yeah, you don't need the stew with jollof rice. Though, no, you yeah. don't. No, but then it's too dry. I like, but yeah. I like dry food. It's like like I am a sand. Like it's so dry. No, but if it's if it's if something's dry. I don't, like I don't like when... The red one. The red. No, I don't, I don't like an excessiveness of spices. That's what I mean, like oh. Indian food. I feel like it's like a battle of spices in my mouth. I don't like that. Mm. Indian food's decent, it's though. too much. Mm. Indian food's nice. It. You go to a nice Indian spot, it's decent. Nah. But also, as well, I, I have an intolerance to it. Okay. Yeah, oh, I just can't. Yeah. Yeah, just, just start off dry, you can add your sauce. Like, if there's, like, sauce or gravy to it, you can put it to that. You can control it. Yeah, and you put can the control right it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that just starts in it and it's just swimming... <laughs> And then you got don't, little carbs in there. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't like, like Moroccan food, then. Huh? You don't like Moroccan food? No. Yeah, no. Like I've seen food. some of them dishes. Then like, obviously, no, but then again, I'm sure I'll find something. But you know, like you see that street food and stuff. Some of them things they look all too wet and mm, too yeah. saucy going on. Mm. Not me. Is that paella and them thing there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No yeah, chance. Like you don't like paella? paella? No. no Why is it like something like that? It looks like no. It's never supposed to. It's like the early stages of dinner. Yeah, it's just paella. It's wet. It's supposed to be. It's so wet. It's like a Spanish. Every so time, jollof rice. Every, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Every time I see it, it looks like the beginning stages of jollof rice, and I don't, I don't appreciate that because that's their, that's their finished stage. No, I don't yeah, like, man. I don't like anything. I don't, I don't like, I don't like I don't anything like too wet. Like man tried to tell me to try to try and put some risotto in that. It's just like rice. But it's all yeah, wet. Yeah, but yeah. I don't like rice pudding. You look weird. Okay, so that makes sense. I don't like rice pudding. Yeah, I don't know. Them textures, I'm not eating all that shit. That's nonsense to me. I love a bit of rice. I don't like oats either. Like, I don't like, I don't know. So you just don't like the wetness of it. You don't like it. I'm very big on texture. Yeah. I like solid foods where I know where I'm going with it. I know what I can see. It's clear as day. Oh, you take them some then? Yeah. My cousin's trying to get me to try. I said, mm I don't like them. No. What's that like? The dumplings. Like, yeah. Wet dumplings. I'm more of a fried dumpling kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, I haven't had. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Why is it oh, wet in my mouth? Why don't you try it? But dim sum's not wet though, is it? Yeah, it's it's my. It's, a, a, it's more of a like jelly texture, texture, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. You okay. you would, you would love my cousin's trying to convert me. That said, girl, you should try it just once. Mm -mm. I need to take you to the restaurant. Which for what, what cuisine? Yeah, you fall in love with dim sum. I think I've tried dim sum. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm horrified by dim sum. Can't You be immature if it is your senior. No, I don't think I am. Okay, you better call me a baby then. <laughs> try it, just try it. Try it once. I'm open to trying things. Yeah, try it once. But not for me to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying things I don't like and I have to pay for it. This is silly. Well, really? back to the headlines. Yeah, back to the headlines. <laughs> and Brent, if you don't mind putting up um, the picture in the link here. But basically, AI is back in the news, man. Mm -hmm. So the winner of a major photography award has refused his, refused his prize after revealing that his work was in fact an AI creation. So he won the prize, man. He's a... He's a the German artist. You know. Yeah, because he, he... Why did he do it, it then? Yeah. Are you winning an award and you say, no, thank you, I'm too good for... Like, yeah, well... On this guy. The guy's name um, is Boris Eldergerson. Um, and basically, he won the Creative Open cat category at last week's Sony World Photography Award. He said he used the picture to test the competition and to create a discussion about the future of photography. 
organizer of the of the award <clears throat> told the BBC that he basically misled them about the extent of AI um, that would be involved. Odegaard admitted that he had been a cheeky monkey, thanking the judges for selecting my image and making this a historic moment, whilst questioning if any of them knew or suspected that it was AI generated. He said AI images and photography should not compete with each other in an award like this. They are two different entities. AI is not photography. Therefore, I will not accept the award. The image in question showed a haunting black and white portrait of two women from different generations. But Eldergerson pointed out in his statement that something about this doesn't feel right. That something, of course, being the fact, is not a real photo uh, photograph at all, but <coughs> synthetically produced. So yeah, man. That doesn't look like a real picture. <coughs> well, I guess um, none of the people um, doubted it. What? That looks like someone took that picture. That looks like it got made. It looks like what it is. What, as in like a... Yeah, like an like a image. That's, that doesn't, I, don't, I didn't look at that thinking that was... Um, AI? No, I didn't, look, I didn't look at it thinking it was a picture that somebody took. Mm. Oh, is it? I think okay. that's the image of the image. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. It looks a bit drawn. I yeah, I didn't. I wasn't looking at that, thinking, mm. "Oh, someone took that picture." I thought. It, I thought it was like mm. it's a bit made that generated. artwork or something. Yeah. Mm. Why do you say that? Is it because it looks dated? I don't know. But I, what I was saying is, I wasn't even when I looked up at the screen. I wasn't even listening to the story probably. But I wasn't looking at that, thinking that's a picture of someone. I looked. I thought it was like artwork or something. Mm. Okay, it looks dated to me. It looks like mm -hmm. it was a an old photograph. Okay, I get what you're saying. So I, I would, I would say that yes, people can take pictures like this. 100%. Because if you could do film like this, you can mm. take pictures like this. Yeah, but this was like graphic design. Yes. I, okay. All right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we talk about AI, you always say, oh, I can see it. No, because you all get, I don't know what the big, just you look at this AI and that, like it's so amazing. I'm not, I'm just not impressed. Like, I'm saying that didn't look real to me. The music user thing, I'm like, that don't sound like, I'm just not impressed with it. Everybody's like, oh, wow. And I'm just like, it sounds as fake as, as, it's, as it is. Mm. And you're like, no, it's not. It's so real and amazing. I'm okay, like, okay, first of all, okay. we don't sound like Drake. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more so the potential that's concerning. Because mm. I, I feel like, I get what you're saying, because that picture looks like it has a slight soft focus to it. Like it looks mm. like it's drawn on, but. I mean, did did you guys touch on the woman that got uh, someone set up an AI in her daughter's voice? She got they made it seem as if she was kidnapped. What? And they asked for yeah. So that's yeah. I think the my my problem with AI is the potential it has. Mm. Mm. And AI is obviously used very um, loosely, but they were able to take her daughter's voice and manipulate it to seem as if she were kidnapped, and they asked for money like ransom. Wow. Because she got done out, and they took her money. So daughter, innit? They're not going to ask questions. From what I remember. Oh my gosh, yeah, imagine trolls in AI, but oh lord, I don't Terrible. Can't even handle them in text. Well, the next headline, Elon Musk, man. So basically, an attempt to launch the most powerful rocket ever into space has been postponed for at least 48 hours. The vehicle known as Starship has been built by the US entrepreneur's SpaceX company. Um, and the uncrewed mission, it's going to be uncrewed on Monday, was called off uh, minutes before the, the planned, planned launch in Texas. The problem appears to have been caused by a frozen pressure and valve, is what Musk um, tweeted. But SpaceX could try to launch again later this week. Starship stands at nearly 120 meters high and designed to have almost double the thrust of any rocket ever. The aim is to send the upper stage of the vehicle eastward to complete almost one circuit of the globe. <coughs> Before the launch was postponed, Mr. Musk had appealed for everyone to temper their expectations. It's not uncommon for a rocket to experience some kind of failure on its initial outing. Um, it's the first launch of a very complicated, gigantic rocket, so it might not launch. This is what he's um, basically was saying in a Twitter Spaces event. 
He also said, we're going to be very careful. And if we see anything that gives us concern, we will postpone the launch, which obviously they did. But yeah, that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into the reaction. Welcome to your um, favourite segment of the show, Esther's favourite segment. Live for it. Our sports segment. So, <clears throat> not a lot to talk about. There was a game last night. I missed it, as I always do, Mr. Monday Night Games, because I'm working. But um, Liverpool absolutely destroyed Leeds 6-1. Any of you guys see it? No, nah, I didn't see it, no. Are you a football fan? No. God damn. This is going to be <laughs> tough. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> they got bad. Can you like even? I'm sorry. Why didn't you ask Toyin? Yeah, sorry, what? what if you? What if she watches football? Toyin don't watch I don't. football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna assume it was an educated guess. <laughs> she don't give a shit about football. Not you know one what I'm shit. <laughs> <laughs> but there was goals from doubles from Mozala and Diego Jara. And that's only four. Who's the other two? Come on, help me out here, man. Gakpo scored. Gakpo scored. And the last one? Anybody? Uh, Anyone for uh, any more? One of the other guys. One of the other Saka? guys. <laughs> 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 Saka. Oh, segment's gone down the pan. We don't know who things. I wanted to give you all the information, but I can't. I don't know. I never <clears> saw it. I don't know who goes. But there was definitely two from Osala and two from Diego Jota. One from Cody Gakpo, and I can hear Brent typing. Nunes. 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 Darwin Nunes. There you go. Whoever scored Leeds' goal doesn't matter because they're shit. They're probably going to get relegated. So, um, this is an old story. Did we do this yesterday? What no, happened yesterday? We didn't do it yesterday, no. Oh, because we were so long? Yeah. Yeah. You still got carried away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I let the world know, in case anybody doesn't know, it's old news. But over the weekend, just gone, um, Joyce loses his interim title to Zhang. Is it Zhang? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay, just working. Joe Joyce declared his journey will continue after his world title ambitions were rocked by a shock first career defeat against Zeli Zhang? Zhile. Zhile Zhang. The British heavyweight 37 suffered a six-round technical knockout at London's Copper Box Arena on Saturday. Referee Howard Foster stopped the fight as Joyce struggled with a swollen eye, having suffered repeatedly against a hard-hitting China's Zhang. I've had my loss, but I'll be back, Joyce told BBC Sport. The journey will continue. Joyce's um, swollen eye, inspected twice by the ringside doctor, was hindering his sight by the time Foster called a halt. Um, but the Londoner said, I can still see for it. I think it's just bruised. It's a formality to go to the hospital now to check it's not fractured or anything. Did you watch the fight? You did, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. He done bad, didn't it? Yeah, it was, it was one-sided. It was one-sided. Zhang, Zhang basically just knew everything he was going to do. Was that supposed to happen? Was that expected? Because I see a lot of people talking about Joyce before the fight. Yeah, uh, Zhang, I, I think people respected Zhang. Zhang. Zhang hasn't lost any fights, but um, it was one of those fights where it was like unnecessary risk. Unnecessary. Because like, um, <clears throat> if he took like one of those easier fights, he probably best place to fight Usyk next. You know what I'm saying? But he's now lost that. But if you're going to get punched up by Zhang, you don't want to fight Usyk anyway. Yeah, but he's fought Usyk before. Okay. Playing like amateurs. Okay, okay. So he lost it, you sick. Yeah, granted, but he still feels like, look, I've got his number. You know what I'm saying? I can actually do something. Innit? So, yeah. Mm. It's a shame, though, man. Well, he proved he can't do nothing. And the last bit of boxing news we got is. <clears throat> yeah, man. Ben versus Pacquiao could be a reality. What, Ben? Yeah, Conor Ben, man. 
Who? Yeah. How? That's what I'm trying to say. It's a, it's a, it's a damn shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's a damn shame. Yeah, man. Let's read this. This is what's going on there. Manny Pacquiao evidently is serious about making a comeback at 44. Sean Gibbons, the future Hall of um, Famous advisor, said his client has agreed to face 147-pound contender Conor Ben and is waiting to hear back from Eddie Hearn, um, Ben's promoter. No date or potential site has been mentioned. Pacquiao is 62-8-2, and two, 39 KOs, hasn't taken part in sanctioned boxing since um, August 2021 when he lost to um, Jordinus Ugas and later retired. He took part in an exhibition with DKU this past December. Um, Pacquiao turned to politics after walking away from boxing, falling short in his bid to become president of the Philippines in May last year. I remember that. Yeah. He's like, Kanye, you got to go again. <laughs> <laughs> Came third, though. Not yeah, too bad. Yeah. If I did, I'll, I'll throw it again. Mm. Maybe come back, punch up Ben, mm. and go back for the prime minister thing. The thing is, yeah, I don't think he's. He, I don't think he'll beat Ben. Yeah, man. Why is like, he finished? He's, he's old, man. He's forty-four. He's not the same Pacquiao at all, at all. And Ben, obviously, one could say he's on PDs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> he can go in there and really hurt Pacquiao. I, I, I really don't see the point at all. Is it even a big payday? I'm not even sure. They haven't sat down or nothing, yet. Uh, I think it was um, Eddie Hearn was pretty much calling him out. And obviously, because of Conor Ben. And at the time, I think a few months back, um, we spoke about this, weren't it? Where Pacquiao wasn't interested. But now, it seems like he's interested. So he was like basically telling his advisor to let Eddie Hearn know, I'm interested. Let's make it happen. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's we'll the end of our sports news, man. Let's get into yeah. done out here. Because I've got three. <laughs> so today's episode of Donut here. Actually, I was going to talk about that um case earlier, but we touched on it. Let's get into. Ah, oh, what number is that? Sorry, because I want you. I want you not to see this. Brent, go to number two on the far, please. And get get me this. <laughs> you can see it. What the hell? <laughs> well, what on earth is going on, man? In this in this England, man. So basically, yeah, there's like a um race row going on <clears throat> in, in in Essex at the minute. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, there's a um pub. That's been attacked and vandalized. Look at this woman. <laughs> they attacked and vandalized the pub, smashed up all the windows. Um, racist on the um, outside the pub and thing. This woman and her love of gollywogs. She's got like 30, 40 gollywogs in her pub. Like they're just all up there. Like I don't know if it's loving, endearing. She's saying she's not racist, but I think they found her saying racist things on, on Facebook. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't know if someone complained. I'm not sure what happened. Police got involved. But at one point, the pubs got raided. They yeah. took all these gollywogs out of the pub. Like, took, like, bare of them. Suella Braverman, who came out in public, mm. talking about police shouldn't be getting involved in, <laughs> in people's business. I said, wait, what? They should, they should just leave this there. You get me? I'm not even sure what the offence is. But if it's going to cause mm-hmm. angst in the community and stuff like that, the police mm. are within their rights to sort yeah. this out, innit? You're yeah. openly putting out, like, hate and stuff like that. The government, the, the, the government's telling them, like, this, this ain't the police issue. Why are you not dealing with it for? It's mad. 
She's going upset. She's going bonkers because they've took her gollywogs and she just wants them she up. She looks bonkers, mate. Mm-hmm. She looks a bit weird. She's crazy, isn't it? She's not with it. Bro, she's yeah. got like 45 of these joints it's all around the, the pub. Yeah. Like everywhere, like all over the place. <laughs> like, and it's like deco- it's decoration and design. It's in the pub in Essex, like, and people go in there and drink and see it. 45. She's got bare of them. Let me know. Let me know. How many is it? Let me not guess. I think on Facebook, the comment was um, somebody... One of the people who owns the pub saying that um, we used to hang them in Mississippi. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, that was okay. a comment. So yeah. yes, there's a race element. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Whoa. they are definitely racismo. Wow. There's a um, there's a um. Oh, is it? Is it? The, is it the camera thing? Is it? The, is it the camera people that? There's basically you see like. Pubs and restaurants and stuff, they can get awards and thing and get ratings and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. These are banned from any kind of pub rating. They're not allowed to get no kind of rating, Good. no kind of recommendation, right, right. no nothing. You get me? So they're doing the right thing. It's just because they got the Goddywogs up in up in the place. Yeah. They said as long as them Goddywogs up in there, <laughs> we're not co-signing none of this fuckery. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? That's what they said. But these people are sick. And I don't understand why she feels like she's so hard done by it. You get what I'm trying to say? These are the type of people, yeah, that will tell you that there's 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 no racism mm, in, 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 in Britain. Do you know what I'm trying to say? That they tell you there's no racism, like it's been there, it's up there all the time, doesn't hurt anybody, everybody loves the little gollywogs and stuff like that. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? And it's mad. Like it proper like I can't explain it, man. It's it goes back to just all it shows that obviously like we made advancements in it, yeah, but times ain't really changed that much. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, and it's the same sentiments that it's like, yeah, we're in this England, we're here, mm. we're cool. They kind of accept us and all that. But it's like, shut up and like, smile, man. Mm. Like, do you get what mm. I'm trying to say? Like, shut up and smile. We only want to see you like, laughing, joking and dancing. And like, don't be talking, don't be opinionated, don't be mm. threatening, don't be, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, just know your place and rah, rah, rah. And this way, it just goes to show like, how, how we're living. Like, times ain't changed that much. Like, the racism in this country is definitely still high to the fact that they think this. she's, she went up after, yeah, and put a sign up in her pub, yeah. It says, sorry for the no gollies. Please seize them this morning because of some snowflake complaint. You know what? She could be mentally impaired because I don't think this is normal. <laughs> I, 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 I think the, 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 op, the operative word is snowflake. She's mm. obviously a conservative. Yeah. Mm. And also to touch on the fact of gollywogs, they're, they're still used in a lot of European countries for packaging, you know. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, you know when you go to Spain, they go like Gollywood. Marmalade and all that. chocolate. Yeah. One yeah. of the marmalades still do it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if that was already changed. I can't remember what, what thing it is, but I think one of the marmalades or something has got like a Gollywood. Dragon Ball Z's got a Gollywood in it. Oh, um, Mr. Popo. Mr. Popo, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's still quite prevalent. Like, Gollywood song. They're, 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 they're everywhere, unfortunately, bro. It's mm. messed up. And she said Snowflake. She's obviously one of those. She's a Suella Braverman fan. Right. Yeah. But didn't Snowflake white people say it was a carrot? <coughs> I maybe snitched. They're saying that Snowflakes are people like they're saying that they're, they're, like they're trying to say that they're all woke and they all like, yeah. care. like you get what I'm trying to say? They're mm-hmm. trying to say that they're moaning about everything you can't do. Like, it's, it's, can't it's, do nothing. Yeah, you can't do nothing. You can't say nothing. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, I love those ones. That's what they love. But yeah, this woman was crazy. She's definitely done that. <laughs> yeah. I just thought I'd highlight it. I need to read the rest of this story. There's a um, story about it in the um, Guardian. Written by what's her name, Nesreen Malik. It seems like it's all right. I want to finish the rest of it and read it. But um, yeah, that's all I want to highlight. This woman has definitely mm-hmm. done it. Here. She's crazy. Let's say no to Gollywogs. Let's ban Gollywogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Ban Gollywogs, man. But yeah, she's done it, here, man. Let's get into our outro. Let's do it. Man, I said the end one yesterday. 
Did he? Yeah, that's when you remember when you were going outside and you said I said two pound fifty. He said no, it's two pound. Oh, you said one pound. Oh, he said one pound. Yeah, I said, no, yeah. That's that's why he said the n word. Disgusting. There's no proof of this, bro. There is. Yes, there's episode. Get caught in four K. <laughs> Pay the money, please. Pay the money. Pay the money. Understand. Outro. <laughs> <laughs>
on the show, which was surprising to me. Yeah, yeah, it's a show. <laughs> it's a hey, yo, I was like, what's... <laughs> what, what is this black <laughs> Republican, huh? <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> but I was, a black Republican. <laughs> I was shocked. How did you feel? So he kept it from you? I was dumbfounded, bamboozled, <laughs> bruv. Yeah, he didn't, we didn't... Once I clocked, then we started having debates and arguments, like, outside of OC. All right. Yeah, outside of Because you can't really... You can't... It's shocking, isn't it? Yeah, but then we started saying facts a lot, and I'm like, all right, cool. Man. <laughs> 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 all right, Thanks, bro. All right. Not all right, just bro. us. All right, all right, but like, man. Mm. But yeah, no, we've had loads of debates. But yeah, man, Eman's top, top guy, man, for real, for real, for real. So. For real. Thank, thank you. If you say so, you know. <laughs> all right, that's enough of that. Cut all the right. cameras. Peace. Bye. Bye.